is Monty in the Morning, the show Phoenix Magazine readers voted number one talk radio show in Arizona. Number one during your morning commute. Number one whenever news breaks during your day. And number one whenever and wherever you want to talk sports. Now it's time for Monty in the Morning. Hey, yo, man, how the heck are you? It is the Monty Show. I guess we need new music to open because we're now Monty in the afternoon. Hey, Monty. Hey, Monty. Uh, as always, the Monty Show. The Monty Show presented by The Advocates, theadvocates.com. The best injury attorneys in the business, hands down. And you know what I love about The Advocates? When you've been in an accident, it's one of the toughest days of your existence, man. If you've ever totaled your car, I have been there. It's scary. It's painful at times. You need somebody to guide you through the process. And that's The Advocates, where you never pay a consultation fee. In fact, you don't pay the advocates until they win your case at theadvocates.com. Make sure you tell them you heard about it on the Monty Show. We have got to talk jazz today. First half of the season's over officially. I think one of the bigger questions about the jazz is how much do you trust Will Hardy? Because I think one of the things that is so interesting to me is that when I see Will Hardy... And I look at his club, like last night I'm watching the game and I'm I'm saying to myself, this is a team that does not look disciplined. This is a team that does not look ready to play tonight. This is a team that does not look like they have any idea what they're doing on defense. And I point all of those concerns right back at the head coach. Now, I'm not telling you that this guy's a disaster or should be fired, but Jake, I absolutely think there's questions to be asked about Will Hardy. Yeah, I mean, I, I think... You know, yesterday's game was very much a come-out-slow type game for the Jazz. And I feel like, you know, it, it happens occasionally. You kind of understand it. You kind of, you know, you get you get to know that these guys are human beings and they're going to have bad nights. But I, uninspired is the word that I, you know, would attach to this game. Uninspired until probably 10 minutes left in the third. That's what, that's really when I felt like the tide kind of turned and and the game kind of you know picked up for the jazz you saw them claw back you saw them get back into this game and chop down a 24 point lead all of that to lead to jordan clarkson feeling like he got fouled when he got bumped out of bounds or whatever and and you know it just is it's just a frustrating game i guess you know it's one of those games you feel like man we probably should have done more with this game we probably should have had a bit different of a result which is kind of crazy to say in and of itself because you're playing a team that has superior talent you're you're you know you're just outgunned in this game and you're still able to find a way to dig back into it and have it be a a, a competitive game and so you know for me i look at will hardy and i say i i, I don't know if it's too too strong to say that some nights these guys just aren't ready to play i i don't know if it's too strong to say that but but what i don't think is too strong is these guys some nights just come out and are not ready to go they're not ready to to really drive forward and play the right way, you know, the 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 particular way of basketball they need to play to win games based on the roster that they have put together. I, that's just the reality of the situation. You're not, like, at one point, the Grizzlies were shooting 41% from three. Like, coming out of the half into the third quarter, they were in the 40 percentile from three, and that's not good enough. I don't care who you're playing. You can play good enough defense to stop a team from shooting 40%. So, for me, I just look at this game and I say, these guys were clearly kind of checked out, and then they felt some momentum, they got some hope, and they got back in the game. Whose fault is that that they were checked out, though? I mean, I, I think when you look at Will Hardy and you, you look at 
you know, what it is that he's done. And I think you look at how he's done it. I think you can only point at the fact that Will Hardy's the guy who's in charge and he needs to make sure they're not checked out. That's the thing. Now, again, I want to make sure we don't go too far with this. I'm not saying that Will Hardy's done a bad job. I'm not saying that Will Hardy should be fired. But I think when you have such a young coach like this and, and you're seeing an issue such as, hey, we don't defend very well. We don't rebound very well. When you see issues like, hey, our transition defense is truly an Achilles heel. Mm -hmm. When you see stuff like that, you, you truly have to ask yourself, what is it going to take to change that? What are we going to have to do to adjust so that we, as the Utah Jazz, grow and learn a guy like Walker Kessler, who my biggest fear is he's turning into a rim runner. And, and I want to see more than that. I think he's already truly a game-changing defender and shot blocker, but I want to make sure that this is a guy that grows. Like Colin Sexton is a mm-hmm. is a really interesting conversation piece with the Utah Jazz right now because I happen to be a guy who wholeheartedly believes in Colin Sexton as a contributor in the long term. But I also don't know that Colin Sexton's a guy that you can point to and say, yep, that's my starting point guard right there. Like He much more feels like a... a a six man. He feels like the role that Jordan Clarkson has filled the last couple of years on this club. Thanks. And it feels much more like Colin Sexton is not a starter. He's a bench guy. But then to talk in a nice round circle, I guess, I look at this situation with Jordan Clarkson. At what point do we get uh, uh, into a situation where we say, hey, somebody needs to go up to Jordan Clarkson and say, you got to be better than this. <laughs> you cannot continue to turn the ball over. You cannot continue to, to play selfish basketball because Jordan Clarkson is a black hole of basketball. You give him the ball, it's not coming out. Yeah. It doesn't matter that last night we saw him triple team multiple times and he never kicked the ball to the corner. It doesn't matter he gets in trouble and then tries to throw an awkward pass to Walker Kessler who then winds up throwing his arms up in the air. Jordan Clarkson has zero accountability. Mm-hmm. So when we're talking about Will Hardy, I'm not telling you he's a disaster by any mark. But wouldn't you expect him to address some of those issues? Yeah, I mean, I would expect him to be able to get Jordan Clarkson to, to like on that play where Jordan Clarkson, you know, late in the game, he turns it over on the side there and everyone's like, oh, he got fouled. But the reality of the situation is, is he should have he rolled the basketball. He should have passed it to Walker Kessler off of the pick that Kessler set there on the wing. And I think, you know, it's just a... You're right. Like Jordan Clarkson, there's no way around the fact that you give him the ball and it doesn't come back out. There's just, there's no way around that. And I don't know, you know, what you do about that because this is not unique to Will Hardy. We saw this with Quinn Snyder. You know, you've seen this in, in other, you know, on other teams and other organizations for Jordan Clarkson. And to me, it's like, dude, like, I love this guy's game. I love what he brings to the floor. Love his contribution. Love, you know, when he's going for four-point plays. Like, that's amazing stuff out of basketball and out of out of Jordan Clarkson. But the reality of the situation is that's not the only thing that he provides. He does provide the turnovers. He does provide, you know, some awkwardness offensively at times. There are How, how many times a night is Jordan Clarkson going to be, like, pivoting through a double team after he's picked up his dribble on the block. Like, that happens a lot. And to me, you can just see a stark difference. Like, another thing out of this game as it relates to Jordan Clarkson. You know, Will Hardy had a nice group together out on the floor where where they've got good momentum, and then he makes some subs because, you know, guys like THT, 
you know, and uh, what Damian Jones yeah. are, are are getting a little bit tired, which you understand. And so he brings in Jordan Clarkson and the dynamic of the game completely changes. It felt like in that moment, once that turnover happened, the game was over. Like that's how it felt. So to me, I just, you know, I, I, I'm with you. I don't think that we're talking about like Will Hardy being a disaster or anything, but I, but I think some of these things, it's like, damn, dude, like we got to get these things changed. We got, we got to, it's not good enough to go to Memphis and look checked out for the first quarter. That's not good enough to be down. What, what were they yeah. down like 19 after the first quarter? That's too not much work, dude. But that, that's my point. Like it's, and I understand that this, th there has been a significant turnover on this roster. Let's, and let's not undersell that. Like, if you are Jordan Clarkson, I am sure games like last night are very difficult to get up for. I am sure that if you are Jordan Clarkson, there is frustration. Mm -hmm. I, 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 that's the only way that I can look at that, is that there has to be frustration in the, in the mind of Jordan Clarkson looking at where this team was a year ago versus where he is now, which... It feels like you're on an island, especially without Laurie Markkinen in the lineup, right? You feel like you're the guy. Yeah. But I, I, I just can't believe you come out that poorly and you lose the game. And really, what did this game come down to last night? It was a possession or two. Yes. That's what this was. And so for my money anyway, I feel like this is one of those situations where you just gave away a game. Does, does that matter at the end of the day? It doesn't. And I know Ken Williams and a lot of our other viewers on the program here have said, hey, I'm, I care about now. I want to win games now. It, I, almost, I almost feel like it's irrelevant if this team wins another game the entire season. With all due respect. But if you're going to lose, it's how you lose. Yeah. It's the attitude that you carry into the losses. Yes. That, for me, is a, is a big, big deal. Like, that is, a, that is a big deal. Well, and I think, you know, you, 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 know, you see the difference between teams like the Jazz and teams around the league that are tanking teams that are intentionally losing to get higher in the draft you see them you know really playing like awful basketball like no sense of cohesion no flow no you know no team basketball and to me the jazz were were doing a great job like one thing i think will hardy deserves credit for in this game was really dialing in the defensive adjustments as the game went on, because that's what ultimately allowed them to make the run. Like, and I know it's cliche in basketball, you know, you get a stop, you get out and run. Like everyone's heard that, right? Like that's not new. I'm not reinventing the damn wheel with that, but you see this team implement it. And it's like, wow, like, Hey, by the way, Dylan Brooks drove to the basket, Walker blocks him, and now you're off and running. I think JTA had one, you know, THT had one where they're just pushing the ball in transition and good things happen. So the question isn't if this team can get out and run. It's how do you get them engaged in that defensive mindset? Another Jordan Clarkson angle that I think needs to be talked about. JC doesn't exactly love to play great defense. Yep. And so when JC's in the game and he's having one of those nights where you're turning it over and then the defense doesn't follow, it's like, dude, like it just compounds. So that's why I say I think Will Hardy, being a young head coach, has to find that balance. Is it a good night or a bad night for JC? And depending on what kind of night it is, this is how I got to coach the game to win the game. Yep, all of our Utah Jazz Talk on the Monty Show is presented by Quick Quack Car Wash. We were just there today up, uh, up in the uh, good old city of Murray mm -hmm. uh, at Quick Quack. And as usual, the car came out looking great. And, I mean, it, it, that's what you expect. Every time you roll through a Quick Quack Car Wash, you expect it 
to be great. And right now, they've given Monty Show listeners a 50% off uh, car wash coupon. Make sure you find me on Twitter, The Monty Show, M-O-N-T-Y, The Monty Show, uh, to get your, your 50% off any coupon. In fact, I'll even put this QR code on the screen. Now, if you're watching on a phone, it's going to be tough for you to take this, to take this screen grab. But if you use this, uh, if you use this um, QR code, this is going to take you to a 50% off uh, any car wash at Quick Quack Car Wash. So make sure you check it out. Make sure you get it. Yep, this one right here takes you to 50% off at Quick Quack Car Wash. Best. And again, you know, they're just, they're the best in the business. And, and it's not that the car comes out great. It does. It's not that you're in and out of there in five minutes. You are. The best part is they're friendly. Like today, again... You know, the, the guy is walking around handing out these these nice, perfectly wet towels to dry your car off with, and their vacuums are, are clean, and they work well, and the attachments for your accessories, like all this stuff on top of that, you get people that are really friendly. Hey, guys. And I love that. So the car looks good, the service is great, and you're in and out in five minutes at Quick Quack Car Wash. Make sure you tell them you heard about it on the Monty Show as we talk Utah Jazz basketball. Let's get some of your thoughts in here because I, I think this this conversation about your level of enthusiasm, your level of excitement, your want to about the Utah Jazz is really critical, especially at this stage of the season. Like, where are you mentally on this team? Where are you on Will Hardy? Where are you on... And... Uh, let's let's hear from you guys on the show. First one in today is Tanner Plummer. Look at that. Tanner's hey in first. Hey, guys. And I don't know why this... Turn Hello. Over. Hello. Hello. I don't know. Hey, there you go. He says, afternoon, guys. Hopefully, this is the final nail in the coffin for the Pack Zero. Oh, yeah. Coming up here in about uh, 20 minutes, we'll talk uh, Pack 12 football. Pack 10, Pack 12. Yeah, whatever uh, it is these days. Football on you the Monty Show. Monty Show. You know. Uh, TJF says, your mark on Wilner and Canzano yesterday was, yes, it was. Yes, it was. And we um, will have some of that for you. Yes, you'll hear from, you will hear from Commissioner Yormark of the Big 12. By the way, happy birthday to one of my favorite guys, Mike Chase. Hey, guys. Says, thanks for the show, guys. It's my birthday today, and listening to you guys helps my day. Um or helps the day be better. Love your thoughts on things. Appreciate that, man. <gasps> to which Huey Reed says, I'm with Mike Chase. Listening to you guys talk sports is good for the soul. I appreciate you all. Thank you. Thank you. And happy birthday, Mike. Mike Chase, happy birthday to you. Jake Gordon says, guys, guys, guys. Guys, guys, hey, guys, guys, guys. guys. Uh, it's Monty in the afternoon again. <laughs> Love that it's right when I'm about to leave the hospital and make uh, it makes for the rest of the afternoon fly by. Let's go. Well, I'm glad we can help you do that. Um, Joshua the Balo, who's a member of the program, says, Monty in the noon. Hey, guys. Exactly hey guys. right. Riley O'Brien says, happy birthday, Mike Chase. Hey, speaking of Riley O'Brien, um, you know, it's RV week, the RV shows in town and there's no better place to get your RV than at, uh, Robert Jensen's general RV. I'm telling you guys, Riley O'Brien. Yes. Um, you know, we've talked about Riley on the show before and I, and I, I, I'm hoping you took me seriously that Riley is absolutely the best RV salesman in the business. And, you know, again, at Robert Jensen's general RV, we've been there. We yeah. know the inventory that we ha they have, and we know the level of service that you get. And it's it's such a big investment for you to, to, to go and get a fifth wheel, for you to go and get a diesel pusher, for you to get that RV that you've always dreamed of. What a huge moment in your life. 
you gotta get to Robert Jensen's General RV and talk to Riley O'Brien. What up guys, this is Riley O'Brien from General RV and hey, with the RV show kicking off today at the Mountain America Expo Center, we wanna make sure that all of my show listeners are hooked up with the best possible deal. I've got over 600 units on my lot here in Draper, Utah. Our dealership is huge. We buy a ton of inventory, and because of that, we're able to pass our savings on to you as the customer. So whether you're looking for a travel trailer, a fifth wheel, any type of motorhome, as you're out shopping, you see something you love, call me, 385-326-8828, and we'll get you guys taken care of. Yep, tell them you heard about it on the Monty Show, Robert Jensen's General RV, and Again, I think one of the other things that's really cool is you see all these other RV dealerships and they tell you, hey, we have this huge selection. You know what the cool thing um, at Robert Jensen's General RV is? They're a cash company. Mm-hmm. So those units on their lot, they own them. They make you deals. There's units on their lot, guys, that they're going to sell under their cost. So they're going to sell you that for less than they paid for it. The deals are there. You just got to get there and Draper. I've been there. And I, the other thing is, by the way, if you own an RV... Uh, Robert Jensen's General RV also has an amazing parts and service department that you absolutely want to take advantage of. But during the RV show, um, I'm telling you now, they're making deals. If you've been thinking about an RV, do not hesitate. Think about do how many memories, wait. bro. Think about oh. how many memories that that you can make in one of these in in, in one of these products. Like uh, you you look at the inventory. And there's a ton of selection. I know everyone's got a bunch of selection, but it's like, you know, Riley O'Brien listens to the show. You know that he's, you know, uh, uh, a regular contributor. He makes the show better. And so that's why we're doing this, because he reached out. He knows that they're having this big event at the Expo Center. Like, go check it out. At least you could at least meet Riley, see what he's got to offer. Like, it's a great opportunity just to get out into the community and see what they have to offer. Yeah, so stop by um, Robert Jensen's General RV. Go see Riley's at the dealership this afternoon. Make sure you tell me you heard about it on the Monty Show. This hour of the program on the show is presented by Robert Jensen's General RV. Um, a lot of you in this afternoon on the jazz. Uh, Connor Tulin says Monty in the evening. Exactly right. Connor Tulin, where are you at? Yeah, Connor Tulin, where are you at? Uh, Teddy Wayman, I think, makes a really good point. Clarkson's best use is to come off the bench and provide an offensive stark and, uh, spark. And this has been... So controversial on the program. Is Jordan Clarkson a starter or a sixth man? And I'm telling you, he is a sixth man. Yeah. And if you're going to play eight guys like they did last night, hey, I get it. Yeah, you you people injured. You, you, Lori's not playing. He's getting ready for the All-Star game. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw it, but they released Balmero today. Like, you're going through some things at the Jazz. Totally understand that. But it almost doesn't matter to me what you're going through. Jordan Clarkson is is making mistakes that are killing this team. Yeah. Again, dribbling into a double team when you have a wide open shooter in the corner. That just can't happen. And the frustrating <coughs> part is you're relying on this guy to be a leader yeah. right now. And I know all the Jordan Clarkson fans are going to get in the comments and they're going to say, hey, this sucks. You suck. This is ridiculous. You know, like, right. uh, listen, man, I totally understand that. But what I'm telling you is, it's not that this sucks. It's not that Jordan Clarkson sucks. He right. doesn't. Right. He has a highest, best use, just like every other player in the NBA. And Jordan Clarkson's highest, best use 
is as a spark offensively off the bench. Know your role and shut your mouth. Period. That's your role, right? Yes. Kelly Olynyk, awesome offensive game last night. The guy cannot defend your mom, <laughs> right? His role is not a starting five. Yeah. His role is not a starting four. His role is not a four-five combo. His role is a a is a minutes big man off the bench. Yes. That's what his role is. And if that means starting marketing at the four, okay, I'm all, I'm here for that. I want to see lineups. I want to see flexibility. I want to see creativity from the coaching staff. That's what, that's what I need to see because we cannot continue to, to make the same mistake over and over again with this basketball team, because this is a huge window of development. Mm-hmm. Whether you recognize that or not, for a guy like Ochai, for a guy like Walker Kessler, or excuse me, for a guy like Blocker Kessler, right. this is a huge window in development because they're going to get more minutes than any of us ever could have dreamed of, right? Ochai Akbashi already is a completely different player than he was the first day of camp. We're getting somewhere. Totally different player. Completely more developed, more capable, more mentally able inside the NBA game. Yeah. I want to continue to see that. I want to, listen, if THT is going to be here, I want to continue to see THT getting 15, 20 minutes a game. Not 30, not 40 minutes a game because he gets exposed at that level. I want to see him get his 15, 20 minutes a game. And I'm telling you right now, Juan Toscano Anderson is a 15-minute guy. Yeah, There's a reason that he's gone from the Warriors to the Lakers now to the Jazz. Fast. Because the guy is not, he is not a 30, 40-minute guy. And again, with Jones, listen, I understand it. We had it in the in the Monty Show exclusive group last night. We were talking about, yeah. um, you know, the, this situation with his minutes and hey, he we found our center of the future. Bet you weren't expecting this one, dude. Do you guys realize that he played eight minutes last night? <laughs> I mean, like you understand I you that said eight. He played eight minutes last night, and I understand Colin got hurt. He played four minutes. Okay, great. Right. Colin Sexton's very different than, than, than Damian Jones, who is a journeyman center at this point, who played eight minutes, three personal fouls, and he had seven points, and all of a sudden, you guys want to put him in the Jazz Hall of Fame. Let's let the guy get to his mean at mm. this point. Let's figure out what he is as a player in this system for the rest of the year before we anoint him a Supermax guy. <laughs> Before we say, hey, I don't need Kevin Durant. I've got Damian Jones for eight minutes. Right? Like, that's the level of ridiculousness that we get to. And I'm telling you, as Jazz fans, you just got to slow your roll a little bit. Bro, do you understand how incredible that was, what you just did? You worked in Supermax Guy with Damian Jones. Well, dude. There was a conversation on Twitter last night, and even in the group, I think it was Ken Williams, was like, well, at least we found our center of the future. Hell no, you did not. And look. No, you did not. Look, I understand that Buddy has a nice pick and roll game, okay? I understand that he's athletic. He can run the floor. Remember who this guy is. He's 27 years old. You right, as you said, he's bounced around a little bit. This isn't some superstar. At the same time, though, there are positives, but we can't go too far. No, we can't go too far. Yes, this guy can come off the bench behind behind blocker Kessler and give you a nice contribution. I'd love to see the guy work up to 15 minutes a night. That would be great. I'd love to see that. I think 
you know, I, I don't think he'd be overexposed. I don't think that that would be an issue. I feel like that's a nice starting point for him. That said, <laughs> Jeff though. Bevin. Jeff Bevin, you did find the center of the future if your future is bottom four record every year. Yeah, you see what I mean? Like, come on, dude. That's right. Uh, Jeff uh, also says Damian Jones is an 11 through 14 roster spot guy. That's right. But I think the Thank thing you that jazz for the fans, levity. dude, I think the thing that jazz fans get excited about is his athleticism. Like you don't see a lot of six eleven guys with the athleticism that he possesses. Right. And, and and he's not 35 years old. He's 27 years old. So yet again, I want to point out this is another guy that you could develop into, right? If you if you put the pieces together, this is somebody I could easily see getting 15, 20 minutes a night coming in, giving you 10, maybe 12 points if he's having a good night, you know, pick up seven, eight boards. Yes. Like, that's what I'm looking yes. for out of Damian Jones. And yeah, I'd like to see him use all f six fouls. I'd love to see him get physical with somebody. Like, But you don't care if he fouls out. No, you don't. You don't care if he, if he doesn't play for four games, comes in, plays eight minutes, gives you four boards, couple of dots. Okay, great, cool. All right, man. See you at the end of the bench, bro. Give me a high five when I score. Don't play intramurals, bro. That, that's who he is. So, all right. I, I Probably too, you know. Eric and Raleigh says Damian Jones is a G League player. Mm. Yes. Probably better than that, but you know. Um, I don't know. It, it, yeah. All right. Whew. I feel better. Uh, Teddy Wayman, who's a member of the program, gives us a $2 tip to say, excuse me, it's Skywalker Kessler. My bad. Yeah, I, I love My how bad. Holly last night is like, yeah, he just walkerized somebody. What does that I'm even sorry, mean? I'm sorry, did you say he walkerized? He, he walkerized somebody. somebody. Blocker Kessler, right? Like, come on, dude. Bro, come on. Come on. You know, I, I yeah, okay. Skywalker um, Kessler. <laughs> Bro. Walker, but I will say this. I am as excited as I could possibly be about anybody as I am about Walker Kessler. Or, Skywalker Kessler. <laughs> I, I love the kid. Watching him play. You know what I really like? The thing that I'm really excited about with Skywalker Kessler. And now I'm going to say it every time. What I really like about, about Moonwalker Kessler. Who the f*** is that guy? What I really like about Walk This Way Kessler. Who the f*** are you? It's either Skywalker or Moonwalker. What I really like about the next Rudy Gobert, that didn't flow so well either. Anyway, seriously, what I like about Kessler is that he's gotten to the point now where he knows what he's capable of. Yeah. So when Jordan dribbles into a double team and he doesn't pass the ball to walk, Walker Kessler is getting upset. Mm -hmm. And I love that. Hold, That's right, T. Hold Jordan Clarkson accountable. Go over there, give him five, dap it up, but you got to tell him, hey, I need the ball there. You got to say to him, hey, I need the ball in that situation. Hey, look here, man. Give it to me so I can give it back to you. Yeah. Right? Like, give it to me, run through, and I'll give it right back to you for a pull-up three. Yeah. Like, that's the level of accountability that you need. And the one other thing I'll say about Will Hardy before we get to the Pac-12 TV deal here on the Monty Show, the one thing that I will say is Will Hardy cannot be the judge, jury, and executioner. That's not how championship teams are built. And you'll notice, I'll go back to the Boston Celtics. You notice who's back, and you notice how much better they are. Marcus Smart is back, Jalen Brown is out, and the Celtics are better. Thanks. It, it's not rocket science, man. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it is not rocket science, in my mind.
So we'll see. I see uh, everybody lighting up the chat this afternoon um, about the Pac-12 and the Big 12 and all this good stuff. Uh-huh. And before we get to that, we need to remind you that um, Bucked Up is now the official energy drink of the Monty Show. Make sure that you get to buckedup.com. Place your order. Use the promo code MONTY25, or excuse me, MONTY, to get 20% off your purchase uh, at buckedup.com. Go to buckedup.com. Use the promo code MONTY to get 20% off your purchase at buckedup.com. Also in the uh, description below here on YouTube, uh, what you guys are going to notice is that there is a there is a link for a free sample and a free shaker cup. It's free. All you do is click the link, give them your address, they'll mail you three samples and a shaker cup, and their shaker cups are amazing. Yeah. Um, they have a post that's attached to the cap, so there's no more fishing for the blender ball thing. Yeah. No, man, th- that mixer ball that's in there, it's attached to that post. It's awesome. They're big, sturdy shaker cups, and you can have one for free. If you click the link in the description below, go get it. They'll send you three samples, the shaker cup, just because you listen to the Monty Show. Get to buckedup.com. Use the promo code Monty to get 20% off your purchase. Okay. Are, okay, are you guys ready? Are you going to be able to contain? Listen, kids. Listen, man. I will pull this car over. Yeah, I know you will. Are you, are you guys going to be able to contain yourself? If we talk about the Pac-12 TV deal being down to ESPN and Amazon. Fire and fury. Shots fired. Jeez. So now Relax. again, now again, and I hurt my shoulder. I actually hurt my shoulder, not patting myself on the back, but I hurt my shoulder snowboarding in Tahoe last week. And what I would say is I have two arms. Yes. Let me go yes. ahead and pat myself on the back. <coughs> because again, another story comes out that the bidding for Pac-12 television rights are down to ESPN and Amazon. This is a code 10 abort. As we've been telling you for six weeks. Yeah. Uh, We told you back in August that Fox was out on tier one rights. Uh, We have told you for weeks and weeks and weeks that it's ESPN and it's Amazon. And now we find out that the Pac-12 tried to shop themselves to Turner and CBS to which they were told, thanks, appreciate the phone call, but no thanks. Yeah. We're not interested. It's down to ESPN and Amazon. And the real question here comes down to what we heard yesterday on the Wilner Canzano podcast. And I think I've told you this repeatedly on the program. I am a huge Brett Yormark fan. The the commissioner of the Big 12, I think, is running circles around George Klyovkak and the Pac-12. I just think the Big 12 is shaming the Pac-12 at this point. Yeah, Wilner and Canzano... As usual, land a huge interview. This time it's Brett Yormark. And I think one of the things that is so interesting that he talked about is this TV deal. And we've told you on this show, I felt like it was a very smart thing to do right when they, right from the jump, right when they did it. I told you I thought that $31 million was a really good number. And I have for a long time been the only one getting pummeled by Utah fans who say, oh, we're getting $50 million. You know what's interesting? Brett Yormark was asked about leaving money on the table in the Big 12. Certainly didn't leave any money on the table. As you're reading now, you know, the media landscape's changing. 
the, the, the big media companies are really more focused on what they need versus what they want. I think we're reading about that every day. It's a changing la- landscape. When I was in Phoenix, you, you know, everyone was there talking to the media partners. I mean, think about UFC being out there right now, the NBA, CFP, WWE. It, it, it's a, it's a you know, crowded space right now. And by gr- going early, I was able to gain the attention of arguably two of the biggest media brands in the world. And they saw our vision. Uh, they realized where we were going. They, they liked it. and They doubled down on us. So um, for all the right reasons, we went early. And, and I think that decision today is looking even better and better uh, as we move forward. Oh, I agree 100%. I, I truly do not believe that in any way, shape, or form that they left money on the table. Yeah. I think the thing that he talked about there is that the media landscape, the competition for those dollars, I think it is ginormous. Yeah. The money that was spent on the Big Ten really left the Big 12 in no position. And the thing that I think a lot of people forget is the Big 12 knew that money was going to be spent before the Big Ten ever even finalized that deal. They knew the value proposition was on their side against the Pac-12. Because the other thing you got to remember, the Big 12 is not competing with the Big 10. The Big 12 is not competing with the SEC. And the thing that I respect so much about Brett Yormark, he knows that. He knows that the Big 12 is not the Big 10 or the SEC. He understands his main competitor was the Pac-12. And we've talked about that on this show. Brett Yormark, he fulfills that creed that we always talk about. You got to know who you are and you got to know where you are. And Brett Yormark is acutely aware of those two things. And it's why he was so confident in getting his group together and getting out to market early to beat the Pac-12 to a TV deal. Thanks. Because I, I, I think we've said it a million times, the Pac-12 has no leverage because there is no appetite for their content. Mm -hmm. That's the biggest issue. And if we're really truth-telling, I've been told by sources for weeks in the TV industry that Amazon just isn't desperate to do this deal. And that's gotta be terrifying if you're the Pac-12, because guess what? ESPN isn't desperate to do this deal. Because it's garbage. They just don't need it. There's no vacuum, there's no hole in the market. Yeah. And I think that's the biggest issue for the the Pac-12 going up against ESPN and Amazon. And this is exclusively to our show, I have told you. ESPN and Amazon are not running into each other trying to get this deal done. And it it has never been more evident than that statement that was released, what, last week, I guess it was, or maybe earlier this week by the the Pac-12, where they talked about how we're unified. You know, the Pac-12... You know, the 10 Pac-12 universities look forward to consummating a successful media rights deal in the very near future. Well, when is that? Congratulations, but that's right? bullshit. That, that, what that is is spin. Congratulations, yeah. but that's spin. Yeah. Right? And it, it went on to say, based upon positive conversations with multiple potential media rights partners over the past weeks, we remain highly confident in our future growth and success as a conference and united in our commitment to one another. <coughs> well, I, I, I mean, that's all well and good. Congratulations on that, on that really nicely done document. Yeah. That graphic. But here's the truth. 
You're not fighting for a TV deal. You're fighting for survival. As you can see, there's not much hope for you left. Because I've been telling you again, not to keep tooting my own horn, but I've been telling you again, Oregon and Washington are not on board with a full-time streaming deal for tier one rights. Mm -hmm. I can tell you that Oregon and Washington with the Arizona schools are not willing to sign a grant of rights for seven years. That's $25 million per school per year. How could you blame them? That's what's on the table. That's what's on the table. Do you guys understand that? That right now their best highest value is $250 million. Y'all feel me? So what did, how did the pack 10 pack 12 react to that? They hit the pause button on their TV deal and they went out and started looking for expansion partners. Um, well, the problem is you, you, you F around and you find out, you know, well, they went fishing and they caught a shark who tried to eat them because San Diego state was the shark and San Diego state said, not right now. And my sources tell me the PAC 12 went to Gonzaga and said, why don't you come join our basketball basketball only member Gonzaga said, yeah, not right now. And now here you are and you don't have anybody. And you don't have anything. And so you're, you're in this window in time now where you've said, hey, we're going to announce a TV deal very soon. And you have this statement where you say, hey, we're unified when we've been telling you for weeks they're not unified. And this <laughs> is the problem with George Klyovkov versus Brett Yormark. Yeah. What do I get with Brett Yormark? And again, I'll go back to the, to the Wilner Kanzano podcast where they interviewed Brett Yormark this week. And listen to what Brett Yormark says about his relationship with George Klyovkov. No one's fighting. I mean, I, I have a great relationship with George. You know, we have a collegial re re relationship. I've known George for years. You know, I believe in this industry that you can partner with all of your colleagues and all for all the right reasons. But at the same time, know that from time to time you're going to compete. And that's the world we live in. That's the world I came from. Uh, you know, when I was the CEO of the Brooklyn Nets, You'd be at board meetings with your contemporaries from around the league, and everyone is thinking about what's in the best interest of the sport and the NBA. And then you leave that room, and you also know that as much as you've spent three or four days thinking about what's in everyone's best interest, you are all going to compete. For players, you're going to compete in a, in a particular market. Um, and and I use that mindset here, too. I mean, I, I, I look to partner with all of my colleagues in the power five as often as I can. And when the opportunity exists, but there is going to be those moments when we compete. I mean, I think that is really, really well said. Spot on. I, right. And, but this is what you always says, say he is so much more well-spoken than George Klyovkov. Yeah. I mean, I, every time you listen to, to Brett speak, you feel like he's ready to go. You feel like he's prepared. He's, not even in the sense that he's got some speech written out. He just feels informed and confident and ready. I mean, I mean that, that's just the best way that I can describe it. There's really no other way around it other than to say he's just ready to go whenever he needs to be ready to go. And, and it's funny what happens when you sound confident in what you're saying. People start believing it. And it makes sense now why they got to market early and why they got their deal done early and why all the schools fell in line. And furthermore, I'd say it makes sense, even more sense. Now, why this concept of Oregon and Washington not falling in line 
for Klyavkov on the streaming portion because Klyavkov does not exude confidence. He does not make you feel as though, hey, yeah, it's going to be good. I'm going to take care of it. He doesn't make you feel that way at all. Like, it's not even a conversation. So, to me, I just, this situation is very straightforward. And I know that, you know, there's a lot of people on Twitter and a lot of people out there that, that feel like, oh, the pack's going to be fine. But I'm not really sure what the way back is because the train that's known as San Diego State has left the station, bro. Like, even if you add San Diego State, that's not going to be good enough. That's not enough of an attraction or a hook to get someone like ESPN or to get someone like Amazon to get the job done. So so that's why I say, like, this isn't really a conversation about whether George is doing a good job or not. He's not even doing a job close to what Brett's doing. Yeah. The conversation's more about how long is it going to be before we got to talk about the Mountain West and the Big 12 uh, soaking up what's left of the pack. That's a conversation. Well, and I, I think there was, a, there was a story that a lot of you tagged me in on Twitter um, about, you know, the... You know, the Big 12, SI.com had a story, um, you know, that, that they, you know, that there was expansion happening. And I am told that there is, there is no expansion in the Big 12 happening currently. And, you know, this is, this is you know, from Fan Nation. So I, I would tell you to be very careful with that. And SI puts that out. There is, there is no evidence that Arizona, Arizona State, Washington, and Oregon are close to joining the Big 12. There, there is no evidence of that. Um, I think it is, it is very clear that the Big 12 would love nothing more than to add the, the you know, Arizona, Arizona State, Washington, and Oregon. I mean, my mom wants to add them to her conference. Like, What's up, Big Bro? Dude, seriously, everybody wants to add them. I just don't think that it makes a lot of sense for anybody to do anything right now, right? Uh, jam on my jelly roll. Well, I am personally. Who the a, f is that guy? I'm a jam guy, much more than a jelly guy. Right. Says if the Big Twelve can get the four corner teams and or Washington and Oregon, what do you think the new TV deal can climb to? Forty million per team. You know, I I I don't know that it is. I don't know that it works like that. I still maintain that the best and most plausible outcome is a Big Twelve Pac Twelve merger. Of sorts. Yeah. And maybe the right term is a Big 12, Pac 12 hostile takeover, where the Big 12 kind of sucks up the best parts of the Pac 12 Oregon, Washington, Utah, Colorado. I mean, you know, bloody clean, methodical, and thorough. Arizona, Arizona State. I don't know how much value you put in Stanford and Cal, like where a large group of what's left of those 10 schools ends up in the Big 12. Yeah. I think that is the most likely, the most obvious, and the right path forward for these two conferences. I don't think that George Klyovkov has earned the right to continue being a conference commissioner. I think he's completely botched this. I think I've been told so many times that George Klyovkov is just not somebody that people in the conference trust or believe in because he makes promises and he never keeps them. He makes the eternal sin of over-promising and under-delivering, which you just simply in business cannot do. Right. You, in fact, need to flip that 100% and under-promise and over-deliver. So when you tell your schools that they're going to get $50 million a year per school, that's crazy. Because that, and it was never on the table. There was never a scenario. I was told this point blank by a very high-ranking TV industry source. 
$50 million was never talked about, ever. <coughs> they were at one point at $30 million. They went to the, they then went to the conference president and said, hey, let's talk about expansion, to which USC said, no thanks. And then weeks later wound up leaving with UCLA to the Big Ten. But right now, again, my sources tell me that the Big, the Big 12 is going to be in a much better position than the Pac-12 that the Pac-12 is maxed at $25 million per school per year. That's $250 million, and it's seven years. And Oregon, Washington, Arizona, and Arizona State have refused to sign any deal like that. Frankly, Oregon and Washington, and really it's Washington kind of driving the ship. Washington's president has said, I don't believe that our best path forward is 100% streaming. No, no, no. That's what I was told by sources. I disagree with that, but I'm not the one who gets to make a decision. Right. And if Washington says we're not going into an all streaming deal for tier one, that deal's dead in the water. The 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 woman that runs Oregon, the or excuse me, Washington, the president, is hugely influential in the conference. So if they don't want to do it, it's not getting done. And that's why, you know, when when you hear George Klyovkov and you see these statements being released by the Pac twelve that says we're unified, show me where you're unified. Show me where everybody wanted UCLA to stay or everybody wanted UCLA to go. Mm -hmm. Because what did we get during the UCLA situation? We got back of the envelope calculations. <laughs> like that just doesn't it's work. It's not good enough. Uh, Louis Capazzo in the GZ. What's up, Louis? Good to see you in St. George. Your mark has a plan. That is why he is confident. Kleovkov is flying by the seat of his pants and starting to panic. I think George Kleovkov always flies by the seat of his pants. I think he talks off the top of his head, which is a cardinal sin in management. You never um, do that. You never do that. You you just can't. Um, let's see. Gary Saini? Saini? S-A-I-N-I. Saini? Uh, okay. PAC is going to be fine. Question mark where? Question mark in the 12. I don't think the PAC 12 is going to be fine. I really don't. I, I, it's, it's crazy to me. Yeah. Uh, Tim Bruckmiller says, Tech president um, said, Brett is looking to promote Big 12 basketball internationally for more money, which is brilliant. Yeah. Because they're the best college basketball in the country right now. And I also think you get a lot more international players in college basketball than anybody realizes. Yep. So I think that's a big one. Tanner Plummer, a member of the program, Says, your mark sticks to the facts. Klyovkov sticks to the delusions of grandeur. Ooh. Ooh, harsh but true. Uh, this is why the Big 12 are kicking the Pac-12's butt. I agree, 100%. 100%. 100%. Jacob DeLambo, how the heck are you? The Pac needs some lower-tier schools to bolster wins to Oregon and Utah. Alabama always smashing the crap out of teams in their conference. You're not wrong, but what has this conference done for years? sent teams like USC to Washington State on a Friday night to die. Yeah. You know, it, you, it, it's simple philosophy, in my opinion. Uh, Dale Donut says, but wait, Klyovkov is still shopping in the Big 12, right? Exactly. <laughs> Exa we're, oh, exactly. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Um, Sam Lott says, afternoon. What's up, Sam? Good Hello, to see Sam. you. Purple Haze says, if the ACC dissolves, that conference would get picked up Picked apart faster than you can blink. I don't think they're going to dissolve anytime soon. No. I, I really don't. But that's, you know, that's just my opinion. Uh, I don't know. The macho man uh, says, come on, Utah. Time to leave. Nobody's buying a ticket to watch the research department do their thing. 
But again, I've asked <laughs> 10 people this question and everybody agrees. If Utah or any other school leaves the Pac-12, they're not losing their research money. Yeah. The two are completely unrelated. So I, I would be cool. I would be careful with that. Uh, Zanzibar says the Big 12 could take Oregon and Washington along with Colorado and Arizona to get to 16. They already have the Utah market with BYU and with Arizona, they'd have Arizona too. But yeah, another challenge though, right? I mean, that's a, a fair angle on the Utah market, you know. But Utah is an elite athletic department. Yeah. Utah is an elite football program. But maybe that's their biggest problem. I mean, maybe them thinking, like, because I agree they are elite, but maybe they understand that and maybe that's what's keeping them from being humble enough to join the Big 12. I mean, I, 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 this is frustrating to me with Utah. Yeah. Which is why I'm trying to find my words here on the Monty Show as we talk about uh, Pac-12 versus Big 12 in, in the future. Um, I look at this tweet from Athletic Director Harlan Mm-hmm. And I, I just don't understand what Mark Harlan was thinking here. You know, you're talking about this is, and this is from uh, six weeks ago now, I think, um, where you have the athletic director answering a tweet from December 6th, eight weeks, 10 weeks ago, where John Kurz is talking about TV viewership. Yeah. And that, the Pac-12 had a standalone game on a Friday night with playoff implications, and they were three and a half million behind two non-OU Texas teams. And Mark Harlan's answer to that, the athletic director at Utah, was, "We're not leaving." Bro, what are you talking about, man? We're not leaving. <clears throat> and I and I, I just I want to understand the "we're not leaving" BS. Yeah. What do you mean? We're not leaving. Think about it in a business sense. Like if you take the pride out of it, uh, as far as like Utah and them looking down at other conferences and stuff, like if you take that part out and you just look at it from a business sense, why would you ever tweet that? Are, are you not at a very just baseline level? Are you not open to every opportunity that might come your way? Well, I, and I mean, I'm assuming that he meant Utah wasn't leaving the Pac-12. Yeah. I'm assuming that I could be wrong, but what else could he mean? Well, I mean, what what else what could else he be there? saying? What I mean, what other logic is there in saying we're not leaving to bad TV numbers for the Pac-12? Um, he could be saying the conference isn't leaving. Well, you're leaving because, I mean, guy, this literally is the band playing on the deck of the Titanic, dude. You know, like you, you've got to be you've got to be smarter than this. You look at Utah football. This is the best football program, in my opinion, in the Pac-12, and really, I think it's the best football program on the West Coast. Yesterday, I sat on the show, and I gushed over the fact that Cam Rising's coming back. Brant Keithy's coming back. You're always going to have a stacked defense. Like, you have all of this to look forward to. Yes. Never mind that in the recent past, you've won the conference championship two years in a row. You competed in the Rose Bowl two years in a row. Yes. And nobody knows it. Nobody knows it. That's what's frustrating. And if Brant Keithy wasn't hurt, unfortunately, he's hurt, right? He gets hurt, he comes back. You'd have two NFL tight ends going in the first two rounds of the draft. Two Utah tight ends going in the first two rounds of the NFL draft. 100%, dude. Because I'm telling you now, you think Dalton Kincaid's a stud. Let's not forget Brant Keithy is, I think, a wide receiver talent playing tight end. Like, the guy's unbelievable.
And and I think he's undervalued yeah. because of Pac-12 networks. Well, and I think, you know, the other point you got to make is he's playing in a defensive-minded system. You know, he's playing in a, at a school that, that, you know, with all due respect, is not a, some offensive juggernaut. Yeah, I totally agree. Football 50-10 of the hour, every hour on the Monty Show is presented by our good friends at Papa Murphy's Pizza. Have you had the marinara meatballs yet? Come on. What, what are you waiting for? Get the marinara meatballs tonight in the Papa Murphy's mobile app. Download it. Super easy. Download the app. Put your order in. Then in the promo coupon box, just put Monty25 to get 25% off your order of $25 or more at Papa Murphy's Pizza. Okay, we'll get back to the to the Pac-12, Big 12 situation coming up in about 15 minutes. But dudes, dudes. And I know he's probably in the Batcave somewhere now, Aaron Rodgers. Well, he's in the darkness. He's in the darkness. You know, I understand it, but did you guys hear the wacky-ass conversation that the Pat McAfee show had with Aaron Rodgers the other day? How about Aaron Rodgers going on the Pat McAfee show to talk about a certain individual deviant who was not murdered in prison there's some wild shit going on right now Aaron did you hear about the Epstein client list uh, about to be released too well allegedly yeah, I assume cool. we have to say because I'm getting sued by a guy that used to uh, be a starting quarterback in which you were a backup quarterback but what's that what are you talking about there's some files that have have some names on it that might be uh, getting released pretty soon Oh, are you on there? You know, Look out, AJ. You know, Maxwell was the only you know person ever, ever uh, convicted of of uh, trafficking, and nobody who was involved in the trafficking ever went to jail. So, nothing to see here. No, nothing. Look, there's uh, UFOs flying over. We just shot them down. Johnny Depp trial. Hey, oh, that, yeah. that'll help. Uh, that'll do that whole thing. That's what you're saying. Obviously, I'm excited to see how this whole thing. You know, there's a lot going on. There's a lot going on. I love that he just throws it out Johnny Depp trial. Yeah. What? We're talking about UFOs, Jeffrey Epstein, the Johnny Depp trial? I'm telling you, if you do not watch the Pat McAfee show every day, you're crazy. You are losing your mind. Aaron Rodgers very clearly needs four days or whatever this is in the dark. Oh, man. Because I don't know where the hell all that came from. But you love it. Like, do you enjoy that kind of of Aaron Rodgers' conversation, where he's talking about, yeah. Pat McAfee's talking about Brett Favre. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that <laughs> that I love the the backdoor reference to Brett Favre. I really love that he, you know, that Aaron brought up Epstein. Like, I think it's, it is funny. You know, there's a line though. Like I have a, a, a balance that I find myself trying to find. Like there's only so many times I can listen to Aaron Rodgers talk about what he's going to do with his football situation on the Pat McAfee show. But then that's offset by, you know, Jeffrey Epstein and Brett Favre references. You know what I mean? So we're, we're still in a good place with the Pat McAfee show. And for those of you who don't understand the Brett Favre reference, Brett Favre is suing amongst others, Pat McAfee for, for slander, essentially talking about this illegal use of funds in Mississippi. And I, this whole thing is crazy. Brett Favre is suing Pat McAfee. And that gets brought up talking to Aaron Rodgers, who replaced Brett Favre, man. Like, you cannot make that stuff up. I am telling you. I am I, I am I am telling you. Um, you also can't make up Tommy. Tommy. Dude. I mean, listen, if I looked as good as Tommy 
looks in his underwear. What like, a stud. I, come on, bro. I'm just he's he's like two years younger than me. I'm just trying to get by over here. Hey, leave some for the like, rest of us, jerk. What is what is this, Tommy? Douche. Is this awkward that this is a Tom Brady selfie? He he's like, oh, I didn't know what I was doing. What do you mean I'm a honeypot or a thirst trap? The hell you didn't know what you were to doing. Sit here and tell me that you gotta Google the definition of thirst trap Shut as if up. it wasn't obvious. An a, you're the best quarterback ever. I don't like you because of that. B, you routinely beat every team I have ever cared about. I don't like you for that. C, you've had one of the hottest supermodel wives ever. I don't like you for that. And then F or whatever letter we're on, you've got a six pack, you're two years younger than me, and you're sporting package and some underwear, and now you're a thirst trap, and my wife has probably viewed that picture a hundred times, and I don't like you for that. Nice hand placement, Tommy. Oh, gee, I didn't even notice that. Nice hand placement, <laughs> dog. Thanks. That, okay, now you can't unsee it. Wouldn't, wouldn't want to let the sausage hang out. By the way. Good Lord. That's my guy, though. He doesn't, he, he says he, he's talked about being bored. He doesn't know what to do with his hands during the Super Bowl. God, what a rough life it must be to be a billionaire retired quarterback. My God, He Tom. said, I don't know what to do with my hands during the Super Bowl. Come on. Come That's on, my dude. dude. I, I mean, you, you, you've got to love that. Bob Holsey says brown underwear. Who wears brown underwear? Not intentionally, if you know what I mean. You know, like Tanner uh, says, we're talking about Brady's underwear. We've reached a new low. No, this is a new high. This is a this is a this is a new high. Yeah. I don't know what we're gonna see out of Tommy next. Yeah, hopefully not his junk. But Jesus. I wish it was Tommy playing quarterback for my R and we the Tommy. Chicago Bears. Okay, we probably need to fight over Justin Fields. You're going to die I'm, on this hill that they shouldn't move on from him, aren't no, you? No, no, I'm not. I'm telling you that Justin Fields is never going to win a Super Bowl for the Chicago Bears. Now, there's a real good chance that nobody other than Jim McMahon in the modern era will ever win a Super Bowl for the Chicago Bears. But I don't feel like Justin Fields has proven himself to be the quarterback that you hang on to when Bryce Young is sitting there begging you to be taken number one. And I, I, if I'm the Chicago Bears, I would absolutely, the Bears. the Bears, I would absolutely be open for business on Justin Fields. But there's just one problem. Yeah, the Bears can't because they're distracted buying a racetrack. They closed on Arlington Park on Tuesday. Dog it. Oh, they did. They closed on Tuesday, and they are looking to build the largest construction project in the history of the state of Illinois which includes a retractable dome stadium and an entertainment district with uh, high-density housing and entertainment venues. And they want it to be just like in Dallas. You know where in Dallas they have Jerry World, or excuse me, Jarrah World, and then they have like the Ford Plaza. Is that and the, where they circumcise Skeeters? That's exactly right. That's what the Bears are trying to build. To which I say that's great. But the Bears are, we're just never going to win a Super Bowl. But wait, I thought because you never win anything, you are broke. Oh, that's right. You're not. You're still pocketing the money, aka fans don't matter, aka nobody gives a damn Dude, what they're going to do at this horse track. Do you guys understand the pain train that is being a fan My of Monty God, football dude. teams? Like Notre Dame, what did you do? Like Andy Ludwig, you flew him out on a private jet. 
And then you're like, oh, you have a buyout? We didn't know about that. Okay, we're going to fly you Southwest back home. Good luck, coach. Like, that's oh, essentially... Southwest loses your bag, don't call us. That's essentially what they did to Andy Ludwig. Do you realize Notre Dame flew Andy Ludwig out to South Bend, took him to a basketball game, and wanted to hire him all the while they did no research and had no idea that he had a buyout for $2.8 million. They thought it was like 470000 because they didn't do any research. Yeah. To which I say, can Notre Dame not afford marinara meatballs? At Papa Murphy's, we do more than just pizza. We do meatballs and marinara. Papa Murphy's does meatballs? Oh, oh, I think you mean I do the meatballs and marinara? And how do you do it, Dad? How do I do it? How do I do it? Well, we do it with savory ground beef covered in tangy, tangy marinara. That's how, honey. At Papa Murphy's, we make great pizza. And don't forget the meatballs. Order now at papamurphys.com. And you can't make this up. Jake, what did Mrs. Monty's text to me say right there? OMG, in capital letters, OMG, that... Wait, no, she spelled it wrong. She spelled it T-O-M-M-Y. That Tommy Picknell. His name is Tommy. T-A-W-M-M-Y. Did I not tell you that my wife has looked at that picture a thousand times? She texts me. She's like, oh, my God. Can, <laughs> hey, man. Hey, bro. Hey, 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 Monty. Can you put that underwear back on the screen? Oh, my God. Just like that. Please. Oh. Uh, 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 my wife has already texted me asking about the Tom Brady picture. Anyway, make sure you use the promo code MONTY25 to get 25% off your purchase of $25 or more at Papa Murphy's Pizza. Get the meatball marinara. Now, again, you know we have pizza rules on this show. Um, you use barbecue sauce. You do yeah. not use red pizza sauce stuff. No, traditional crust, barbecue sauce, and then put whatever the pile of stuff on top is. I'm telling you, the herb mix is a must. Uh-huh. Cheese, red onions. We had some really terrible pizza in Tahoe that was on like <coughs> cardboard, <coughs> corrugated cardboard. Yeah. Not the Papa Murphy's. Make sure you get the Papa Murphy's pizza in the Papa Murphy's mobile app using the promo code MONTY25 to get 25% off your purchase at $25 or more. The Monty Show presented by The Advocates, theadvocates.com, best entry attorneys in the business. Why are you guys fighting over Utah and BYU? This is crazy to me. I'm looking at an argument right now that's unbelievable. <laughs> you know. uh, but Bob Holsey says, uh, now we know Tommy was so successful on quarterback sneaks, nobody wanted to get too close. My wife wants to get close. Uh, Kay Nuren says, Rodgers comes out of the darkness with a sign saying Jets to the Super Bowl. If he, I swear, if he, no, no, no. Uh, Luis Carlos Diaz says, San Diego State, let's go. How many people believe San Diego State's going to the Pac-12? I think more and more. more and I more. don't think so. I think there's just a big, there's just a big wait and see. NY Monty fan, a member of the program, says, Tommy. Yeah, I mean, at least fruit of the, the guy's it name, is. right? It is Fruit of the Loom. It has to be. <laughs> right? It you guys no. understand. No, whoa, whoa, whoa. You're, you're, you're missing the lead here. It's not Fruit of the Loom. It's Brady Brand. You guys understand that? He's got his own brand. How, how is it? How's it taste today? Oh, dude, do it? it's Miami. Yeah. It's bucked up Miami. It's yeah. the best in the business. So wait, so wait. So you understand it's Brady brand. He sold Brady brand to his Patriot and Tampa Bay Buck teammates while he was in the league. 
This isn't Fruit of the Loom. This is Brady Brand, baby. Mr. Preston, who's a member of the program, says uh, Tommy needs to try Papa Murphy's meatballs. Yeah. Do it. I'm not going there with you, Preston. You stop it right now. Because <laughs> I know what you're doing, Preston. Uh, Brett Burnett <laughs> says, uh, just make your pizza, smoke it. Oh, man, it's so good. You get the Papa Murphy's pizza. You put it on the Traeger smoker. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, my God. I'm telling you. Dale Donut says, I do think uh, the takeover of the pack is strange. Do, don't know why that would be needed because you're not going to be a viable conference at $25 million a year. Yeah. You're, you're not just a P5 not. You're anymore. You're not. Like, and we need to stop saying they are because they're not. If you lose another member, it's over. And if that member is Oregon or Washington, it's really over. And you'll know, I mean, if they get a grant, a grant of rights signed, and again, I want to explain to everybody how the grant of rights works, and it's specifically because I've been told in the Pac-12, George Klyovkov goes out and gets the deal, then goes and says, hey, we need you to sign your grant of rights now. Schools do not just say, okay, hey, here's my grant of rights. Go negotiate the best deal you can. Hopefully it's not seven years. Like, that's not how it works. He's got to go get a deal and then shop it to his membership. That's how it works. And if if Washington and Oregon are like, nah, we're not doing a stream, uh, stream deal for tier one, you're not doing a, a stream deal for tier one. So I, I would, that's why it, it makes sense. Uh, Zeke, good afternoon to you, friend. Pac-12 must be eliminated permanently. Well, I don't know that okay. we need to like eliminate them. That feels aggressive, like you're talking about roaches or something. Yeah, I mean, come on, you dude. know. Uh, you know, Eddie Lozano, San Antonio real Eddie estate agent. Eddie Lozano. Hey, can you undo the lockbox for me, bro? Hey, Thanks. let me email you now so I can put you on my MLS distribution list. Dangerous misinformation. Four corner schools, great fit in the Big 12. The recruiting base will expand and play in full stadiums. Well, I don't know. Do you get, do you get, like Lavelle Edwards Stadium is sold out. Hell yes. Right? It is. I think Rice Eccles Stadiums, for the most part, is sold out. But do you get that at SMU? Because you're not getting that at Stanford. Mm -hmm. Anybody that's ever played at or covered a football game at Stanford understands there's more empties than fulls. Thanks. Most nights at the at the Rose Bowl, when it's UCLA football, especially early, it's empty. <coughs> I mean, the Coliseum in in LA for SC football packed. Like Cal Memorial Stadium, empty. Like you have a lot of empty buildings in this conference, right? You look at, but go look at Research Stadium. Research Stadium is going to be packed. You look at Autzen. Autzen's one of the most difficult places to play. You look at UW. For the most part, UW sells out. They, they or close to it. Yeah. But I can tell you, Arizona football never sells out. I can tell you that ASU football rarely sells out. <coughs> Maybe Jacob I'm, Conover can do something about that. That, but no, no. The whole Drew Pine from Notre oh, Dame. Oh, excuse me. Yeah, he's playing. Um, they've got like 37 quarterbacks competing to be the starter at ASU. My point is, I don't know that any conference has every stadium full, but what I do know is your big boys need to have their houses full. Yeah. And again, what I will say about Utah, Utah is a vastly underappreciated program because they have a program. passionate fan base, for better or for worse. Because we've seen the vitriol on this show from Ute fans, to Ute fans, from Ute fans, by Ute fans, yeah. usually down your nose at BYU Ute fans. fans. You Bro, know, room. by for the mothers. Yeah. Uh, 
I don't know what's wrong with us today. Uh, Brady Cook says, I was looking at renderings for the Bears' new stadium. It looks crazy. I don't want to talk about it. Because it's garbage. You're well, literally building your sod field on horse crap. Like, can we can we get down with that? Like, No. Come on. No, I cannot. No. No, I cannot. I can get down with Miami by bucked up energy. It is the official energy drink. Of the program, I can only tell you so many times. Let's go. There it is, bucked up. We're going to start making a, a pretty big push for our big 5-0 birthday bash tomorrow on the program. Bucked up is going to be a presenting sponsor of that with our good friends at Papa Murphy's. But bucked up energy, guys, I'm telling you. Buckedup.com. Use the promo code Monty to get 20% off your purchase at buckedup.com. The link below gets you three free samples and a shaker cup for free. It's amazing. They'll send it right to your front door. Go click the link, get your free samples, and then let's talk about your favorite flavor. Because today, for the first time, somebody went into Holiday and picked me up a, a bucked up energy mango, mm -hmm. and it was freaking amazing. Hey, can, you, can you single me up here for a second? Uh, and this is uh, Rocket Pop. Let's see. Let's turn the game this way. Rocket Pop. Rocket Pop. Okay, pretty with good. The, with the red, white, and blue stag on the front of the yes, can. Yes, pretty good stuff, man. There's not a bad flavor, guys. I'm telling you, please go support it. We really need a big rollout with our guys at Bucked Up Energy. Um, you know, the, the, they're giving it to you for free. Uh, all you have to do, again, click the link below for the free samples. They'll send it right to your front door. Go into any bucked up store. They've got six along the Wasatch front. Personally, we were at the one in Murray today. I usually shop in South Jordan. Murray store is beautiful, man. It Big is. store, a lot of product. They'll give you a free can of bucked up energy. Just walk in and say, hey, Mon the Monty Show said to come in and get a free can of bucked up energy. Absolutely right. They'll give you a free can. Just walk in and tell them you heard about it. On the Monty Show. Where, uh, like, where are we at, you guys, with this, this Utah to the Big 12 thing? Because I think this is something that now has become a, this has become a problem on the, on the showroom. Right. Because Program. it seems like there's a lot of vitriol for this. Let's get something very clear right now, unequivocally. And you need to get this through your head. I don't care who you're a fan of. The slander on Utah's program has got to stop. I understand BYU versus Utah. I totally get that. I get it. There is no finer head coach or program in this country than Kyle Whittingham in Utah. I'm going to say this again. I don't know how many more times I can say that. I don't understand the logic of, hey, well, we don't want to go there. We're not going to the Big 12. Really? Then stay in the Pac-12. And I don't <coughs> understand the logic of, well, us, us boys down here in Stillwater don't want no Utes. Really? Why? Because they're better than you? Because that's the only logic where it makes sense. Keep it real. Because I'll say today what I said yesterday and what I've said for weeks. If Utah ends up in the Big 12, they're going to win the Big 12. And it ain't going to take five years. There's no ramp-up period. They're better than just about everybody. And hey, all due respect, horn Frogs and stuff. Yeah, nice scales. TCU had a great year. Go to the college football playoff all day, friends. But all due respect. If you're a Utah fan and you don't think that you can beat TCU, you're crazy. And if you don't understand that the quickest path to the college football playoff doesn't run through Pasadena anymore, <coughs> it, it runs through the Big 12. Yeah. If you're a Utah fan, you need to swallow your pride because I think that's the only thing that can be standing between you and, and wanting to go to the Big 12. And understand, the minute you sign the ink to the paper... You have not only a seat at the table, you are likely going to represent the Big 12 in the college football playoff.
Pretty much. So this idea that the Big 12 is, well, we're Utah. We don't, I mean, we're a prestigious uh, research institution over here. I mean, we have monogram shirts on and stuff. The ink well, isn't dry yet. Hey, that's cool, but I don't understand that way of thinking. I want to win, and I want to win it all. And that, to me, says the Pac-12, I don't believe, has a seat at the table unless it's three letters, USC. <laughs> because, again, go back to the final eight people. Who was ranked ahead of Utah? USC. That's right, T. How many times did USC beat Utah? <coughs> I don't recall either. <coughs> That's my point. Yeah. You're not getting the respect you deserve because nobody's looking at your games. I, I, this is not terribly difficult. And BYU fan, cool, I get it. You finally get the, you, you have the hammer. They're the nail. Pound away, I totally understand it. Right? Yeah, get your tail feather up, you cock. Like, I totally understand it. <laughs> I do. I mean, I, to, I get it. Look, you're BYU. They've looked down their nose at you. They've talked about your white salamander and your caffeine drinks and your underwear. I totally understand why you're pissed. It's been a decade of you suck, we don't. Hey, by the way, you never... I, if you listen to a Utah fan, BYU has never not one time won the rivalry game. Oh. Never. I, I want to say that Utah has always been undefeated. And if I'm, if I'm not mistaken, I don't believe against BYU or anybody else that if you listen to a Utah fan, I don't believe that Utah's ever lost a game. And that's how I look at it. But that's what rivalries are about. Yeah, yeah. Listen, BYU, you're the little brother who finally had a growth spurt, and now you've passed Utah. What's up, big bro? <laughs> now, <laughs> that's man. not to say, that's not to say you're better than 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 you talk because you're not oh what are you talking about man you're not until you are and you haven't been so you're not oh shit. and and the chances are and i don't want to break this to you cuz but the <laughs> chances are you're not going to a bowl this coming season and then i think big brother's coming back to push you over and steal the hammer right out of your hand because <coughs> chances are that utah in the month of december is going to be playing for another pac-12 championship oh man but that's what this is. Yeah. But in times like this, and I'll just say again, if you don't want Utah, BYU, every single year with something on the line, I don't know, maybe a trip to the college football playoff. You know, just that little thing. I mean, it's not that big of a deal. If you don't want that, you're doing life wrong. Like, I, your kids are beautiful. Your wife's hot. You're a hot mess because if you don't want BYU and Utah playing a game that could determine who's going to play for a national championship, you're broken. Don't play intramurals, brother. You're dead inside. You're like, yeah, oh, man. hey, hey, man, look, this pickleball thing's really taken off. <laughs> nice paddle, bro. Now look at the wrap I put on this pickleball paddle. That's where you're living, son. Please. If you don't want BYU and Utah in a game of consequence year in and year out, you're crazy. Yeah. You are crazy. Anyway, Royal Coog <laughs> says BYU will always be a better brand. You might want to win something first. Yeah, and, oh, I mean, well, 1984. That was... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I wasn't even alive then. Dude. That was 30, almost 40 Jesus. years ago. And I'm being totally respectful. That was almost 40 years ago, dog. What does that mean? Ask yourself, what does that really mean? It doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean it, the game is. This is Jordan versus LeBron. The game's totally different. Yeah. And, and again, BYU fan, 
Where are you going to be when you're not bowl eligible and you finish last or close to last in the Big 12? Yeah. Because that's a likely outcome. If we're being honest, I mean, we got the schedule a couple of weeks ago, dude. Like, just just start kicking yourself in the balls now. Yeah. Like, it's going to be a tough season. If I knew what I was going to fucking do, I'd have already fucking done it. Right? You, you... <laughs> Ty Detmer ain't walking through that door, bro. It's going to be a long season. At some point, and I, it'll never happen. At some point, we've got to come back to the reality. The reality of the current situation. BYU is probably in a better position to compete for a national championship spot than Utah because Utah is perpetually stuck in the Pac-12 who says we're not leaving when Mark Harlan comments on some dude's tweet. Or Damn. Teet, or teet, or whatever, tweet, teet, whatever. Fucking A. Okay, I feel better. Good. Good. And first of all, Brian Hornbeck, don't you come in here and slander the program. First of all, your last name is Hornbeck. Are you a TCU fan or what's yeah. the deal? <laughs> Jerk. <Ooh>. Um, <laughs> Sorry, that's my bad. That's I took that too far. My bad. My Breaking bad. news. We're going back to mornings because we have way too much energy in the afternoon. <laughs> I'm telling you, this bucked up is amazing. Bro, it's real. <laughs> Backyard brawl equals holy war. You know. I, I listen, the backyard brawl is remarkable, but the holy war, you guys, I'm telling you, dude, anytime you get religion involved, it gets real. Damn, damn Methodist trying real. to get into the pack 12. <laughs> um, <laughs> that conversation the other day about the Methodist. Oh well, my listen, God, listen, dude. the Methodists don't run this joint anymore. SMU is screw Methodist University, right? Like right. We're, damn church is over there in God's name image and likeness it's it's like oh it's over there they're in fort worth we're in arlington leave it that way <laughs> there's some wild shit going on right now. i love it <laughs> i love that smu fans are like we're not methodist anymore <laughs> hey man i'm a catholic not a methodist right like i mean those those, those guys are over there in the tents out hey, look, man. <laughs> like they're over there by their longhorns I love that SMU's, the SMU fan wants into the Pac-12 so bad. <laughs> like, we're not Methodist. Methodist. No. Yeah, that's stupid. <laughs> what? It's so funny to me that it's like, it's like the Pac-12 is like, yeah, those Mormons. <laughs> right? Like, that's the Pac-12 is like. Those, those damn Mormons. Those, those Mormons. Uh, excuse me. Those damn LDS folk. No. Oh, no. The Pac-12 people definitely said Mormon. <laughs> right? Because we got clarity from our girl Amber today. Who was like, no, we want LDS. That's what the church wants. Okay. It's not going to take place here. So the Pac-12, knowing the church would want them to say LDS, would say, those Mormons. <laughs> we don't want those Mormons in here. We want Utah and our research money. Right? And so now, like, SMU's like, Methodist. <laughs> what? what? I will Brett Favre and lawsuit you for that kind of slander. That's where SMU is. Right? Like. You are so desperate to get into the Pac-12 that you're um, like, Methodist, hell no, but Methodist Jezebels. <laughs> it's ridiculous. <Bro>. It's ridiculous. <laughs> anyway, uh, wow. Gary says, BYU shouldn't speak until they're up on the rivalry. Should now listen, 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 you Mormons. <laughs> they shouldn't speak. Don't speak. I know just what you think. Know your role and shut your mouth. Do you even know who sings that song? No. Quen Stefani sings My that name song. Is no, it is not. No doubt, Gwen Stefani. Don't speak. Anyway, um, Utah has lapped them. 
Shut up, BYU. Go home. You're drunk on apple juice. Know okay. your role and shut your mouth. <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought I'm you said. Ju- I thought Buddy just made an apple juice reference. Excuse me, sir. Do you know how fast you were driving? No. That's you know, cute. I remember when I had my first uh, beer. I'm going to need you to. And, and it's the two, it's two fingers and a thumb when the cops say, we're going to need you to get out of the out of the car, sir. There's a strong odor of uh, apple juice. Oh, shit. We, we feel like you're, uh, you were speeding because you're drunk on apple juice, sir. Let's go right this yeah. way. What's an apple juice brand? Oh, a treetop. And look at how rotted the enamel on your teeth is. You're drunk on apple juice, sir. Let's go. Let's go right here. That's what... Drunk on apple juice? What kind? Do you hear that? What do you got? A six pack of Mott's in the trunk, sir? Is that an open container of Mott's apple juice? <laughs> <laughs> no, sir. It's bucked up Miami. Would you like okay. to try it? <laughs> oh. It... I don't know, dude. It's Thursday. What do you want from me? Uh, Jeff Evans says every way, everyone way overvalues the national perspective of both BYU and Utah. I'm a Ute fan, but neither school is close to the level of Bama, Notre Dame, Michigan, Ohio State in brand recognition. Truth. 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 We built this program on NIL. Totally agree. Uh, Teddy Wayman gives us $2 and says, in God's name, image, and likeness. In God's name, <laughs> image, and likeness. Now, I'm telling you, God's a Methodist. We're not, but you know. It's probably different than what you're thinking, though. <laughs> Come on. Uh, Jamma, my jelly roll, says, Monty, I believe K-State can play Utah. Even I do want Utah in the Big 12. I'm also a big Chicago Bears fan, not a che- not a Chefs fan, please. please sir? Sir? No. <laughs> you guys, stop bringing up the Bears. It yeah, makes, why? It makes my groin feel strange. Why strained. do we have to talk about piles of manure, bro? <laughs> Wow. Do you guys understand that the, the Chicago Bears would rather play in Arlington Heights at a former racetrack than on the on the on the f- lakefront of Lake Michigan, downtown Chicago, with the buildings and stuff in the background? That's an issue. I'm a long suffering fan. Uh Kay Nuren says BYU will go six and six <laughs> this season. Are you drunk on apple juice, Kay? Bro. No. I, I hope so. That would be amazing. Just win six games. Hey, be ball um, eligible. Rick Forster says Tubi TV offers 10K to the Pac 12. Tubi. Tubi's a legitimate application. I mean, there there is, there's no doubt about that. Tubi is, Tubi. And, and that it's just my opinion, but I think Tubi is absolutely in a position to, to do that. Now, do they, do, 10K probably ain't moving the meter. I mean, I could be wrong. By the way, you know, hit the like button. Yeah, fools. Uh, Adam Vulture, Utah should go independent. Oh, I mean. <laughs> Bro, the absolute what is, trolling what of that is, comment's what, what incredible. What happened to this show today? I think it's because I started out talking about my, my pain as a Notre Dame fan. I think so. You guys wanted to hop in the pain tub with me, apparently. D-Rock, my guy. Oh, D-Rock, here. D-Rock, like, single up. Buddy, here's... Oh, yeah. Or it's probably more like a dap, so it's more like, oh, yeah, what's up, bro? Uh, what's up, big bro? Yeah, we're terrible at footballing because Andy Ludwig had a $2.8 million buyout and the Catholics wouldn't pay it. Damn it. Tan, uh, you know, uh, okay. Yeah, that's fine. Call me now. <laughs> I had such a frustrating car day. Uh, Tanner Plummer says, afternoon shows are the best. 
Yeah, this has been a good one so far. Thank you. I think this one's been kind of fun. Thank you. Gummy Too Sexy, what's up, my guy? Pac-12 folks blaming the Mormons for Tower 7. Exactly right. <laughs> that, is, that is exactly right. Kyle J says, Royal Coog going hard on that ayahuasca today. Not too familiar with that. You know, uh, could be. Uh, CJ Vance says, last time I checked, the last BYU-Utah played BYU won. That's a lie. Don't Better send you, those refunds. Don't you make that stuff up. <laughs> BYU is never, not one time ever in the history of man. They did win last time they played. It's been a long time. You know. Tanner Plummer, uh, a, a good, God-fearing LDS man, you know. says, actually, the church doesn't even like the nickname LDS either. I, I believe you are so, supposed to say a Latter-day Saint. Um, I believe that's how it was explained to us. Uh, let's see. SSA says BYU TV would love to cover the Pac-12 given the loss of BYU sports programming. It's an interesting question because yeah. tier, yeah, you know the tier three, the low, the the low hanging fruit that used to be on that used to be on um, BYU TV just doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, and that's kind of the tough part. I mean, when you have you know conference realignment or you know, you do what BYU did, obviously going to the Big 12 from independence, like things like that change, you know, networks die. Like that's kind of the Pac-12 network thing. Yeah, I agree. I think it's just one of those things where BYU TV will be just fine. Trust me when I say that BYU TV was, I think they're going to survive. They have such I could a be content wrong. machine though, dude. Like, you know, I, I think that even if you weren't able to cover you know, Big 12 games, let's say, you still could make some good content out of that. Yep, totally agree. This hour of the show, Grom, is brought to you by our good friends at Robert Jensen's General RV. The RV show is going on now, but you need to get to Robert Jensen's General RV and Draper. Go see my guy, Riley Jensen. I, I, or Riley O'Brien. I said Riley Jensen, Riley the old quarterback. O'Brien. The old quarter. That was a Freudian quarterback. Slip. You don't know who Riley Jensen is. Joseph Lee Burrow. No, different, different. <laughs> <laughs> Riley O'Brien is Joseph Lee Burrow when it comes to selling RVs. Actually, he's Patrick Mahomes, a two-time champion, because Riley O'Brien's my guy. He's a listener of the show, and he is a really good professional RV advocate. And if you go to Robert Jensen's General RV and Draper, I think what you're going to see is there's an unbelievable selection, no matter what you have envisioned. Because let's be honest, when you buy an RV – or anything in that RV category, it's something you've thought about. It's something that's been in your heart for a long time. You've probably thought about a toy hauler. You've probably thought about a fifth wheel. You've probably thought about maybe you want, maybe you're going big with a diesel pusher, right? Like you've thought about these things. Well, now I'm telling you that Riley O'Brien and the guys at Robert Jensen's General RV can make that, that dream come true for you because they have units on their lot, over 600 units on their lot in Draper. Some of them are priced under their own cost. Yeah. And they're making deals because the RV show is happening now. There's never, ever been a better time, a better week to get into Robert Jensen's General RV. Make sure you tell him you heard about it on the Monty Show. And what I want you to do is I want you to walk up to my guy, Riley O'Brien, and I want you to tell him, Riley Jensen has nothing on you, sir. What up, guys? This is Riley O'Brien from General RV. And hey, with the RV show kicking off today at the Mountain America Expo Center, we want to make sure that all of my show listeners are hooked up with the best possible deal. I've got over 600 units on my lot here in Draper, Utah. Our dealership is huge. We buy a ton of inventory. And because of that, we're able to pass our savings on to you as the customer. So whether you're looking for a travel trailer, a fifth wheel, any type of motorhome as you're out shopping you see something you love call me 385-326-8828 and we'll get you guys taken care of 
There he is. Riley O'Brien, not Riley Jensen, the old man in the shoe. Uh, Riley O'Brien, good dude. By the way, by the way, good dude. Go in and ask him if he wants to see the rivalry game every year at Robert Jensen's General RV and Draper. Tell me you heard about it on the Monty Show. Uh, as we get your comments in here, this, listen, we talk a lot of Pac-12 on this show. I think you guys know that. We're passionate Pac-12 football fans. But this is a real interesting time. I think this is a tipping point. And if you're just tuning in here at 4.30 on the Monty Showgram. Hey, Monty. Hey, Monty. Um, the headlines this morning or this afternoon, if you're just tuning in, Freudian slip, um, CBS and Fox are out on the Pac-12 TV package. And we told you back in August that Fox just doesn't have bandwidth for it. They don't have a need for it, so they're not going to pay for it. And now CBS and Turner essentially said the same thing. They have done a massive deal, obviously, with the Big Ten and the SEC changing houses. You understand that ESPN as well, ESPN's got the Big 12. ESPN's got the SEC. ESPN's got the ACC. They don't need the Pac-12. And the other issue here is, is that when you look at, at people like NBC and CBS and Amazon as well, and this is something, if you're a Pac-12 fan, this is something you need to pay attention to. The NBA TV deal's coming up. And NBC, CBS, and Amazon are all looking to get a slice of that pie. But the bigger issue here is, can the NBA and the Pac-12 survive together? And this is the first time I've said this, and I have not said this often, and I think if you listen to the showroom, you know this. Yeah. I see a scenario where the Pac-12's biggest games are what you see. Their secondary programming doesn't exist anywhere outside of their own streaming. Yeah. And that's a huge problem. And again, I don't mean to be redundant. If you're just tuning in, I'll say it again. Pac-12 should go all in on Amazon. I mean, all in, all the way, headlong into the all streaming pool. Because I think for the first time, you can now see the Pac-12 is teetering on not having a significant distribution deal for their content. Well, would Amazon be considered a significant distribution deal? Whether it is or not, it is. Because they're in everybody's house, whether you want them to be or not. In the house. They're on the, they're on the telephone. Amazon, in, in, but that was going to be my exact next point. Amazon's not going to put you on a TV. Yeah. Amazon is going to put you on a phone. Mm -hmm. And right now, that's a huge deal. Where did we watch a jazz game in Tahoe? Right here through the direct TV app. We watch it on, we watch it on my iPhone through the direct TV mobile app. I'm telling you, that's like the jazz are a perfect example of this. Do you really think Ryan Smith is going to sit here and not have a deal that puts his games on people's telephones? Cause I don't see that happening for, for, for very long. Yeah. This next TV deal is going to be massive. Yeah. And you look at where the PAC 12 is. And I think you're in a situation where you're down to ESPN and Amazon. And I really am not even that sure that you're down to ESPN and Amazon. I think there's a real good chance that ESPN is not going to bid significant dollars to carry Pac-12 athletics. See, but this goes right back to Brett Yormark again, right? Because Brett it Yormark does. put them put them in this position in a sense because he got out to market early, and, and that's the kind of the crazy thing ab about this whole situation because, you know, Yormark, you know, everyone was DMing, DMing us and tagging us, and, you know, he goes on Wilner and Canzano yesterday and talks all about how, you know, he and George have this great relationship and they're not competing and everything's hunky-dory and we're best friends, you know? Because they're what, not. But what else did he say? 
because because they're not right. But what else did he say? He also said, and it, and I thought it kind of flew under the radar. I didn't hear a lot of people talking about it. He also pointed out that when it does come time, I don't have a choice but to compete and take care of my own. And that's exactly what he did because he knew if he didn't get out to market early and solidify that $31 million per school deal, that he'd be in this position. And he knew that wasn't an option. And now it's like, hey, cool, ESPN and Amazon, but you've been saying all along that ESPN doesn't view Amazon as a competitor. They, they view don't. Amazon as someone in kind of a, a different sect, if you will, because ESPN does television. Amazon obviously does streaming, which I would agree is a different sector. But ask yourself this. If you are Amazon and you pay for tier one rights, are you going to be okay if ESPN puts Pac-12 football and basketball on ESPN Plus or in the ESPN okay app? I wouldn't be okay with that. Because for those of you who don't know, Amazon Prime Sports is going to have a standalone app for the NFL and all of their sports. They're going to have a standalone app. Are you really going to be okay if you have a standalone app where the entire idea is to get people to watch major football on that app? Are you really going to be okay if, if, hey, it's Oregon and Utah in a huge game in late November, but yet, you know, hey, all those Washington State fans, they're watching Washington State and Cal on ESPN or ESPN app or ESPN Plus because they have other options for their programming. I'm not going to be okay with that because if I'm Amazon, what I want is I want every single game. I want all five games on the app, ready to go on Amazon Prime Sports app, not on Fast. ESPN. And, and again, I, I'm not trying to be redundant. Go all in with Amazon Pac-12. Why wouldn't you? Go all in. And if Washington doesn't like it, force them to be the lone wolf. I, I don't know what else you can do because if you can't get if you're at 25 million, nobody's signing that grant of rights. Yeah. Nobody, dude. For seven years? All right, do you understand what that I means? Could maybe see like, hey, three, four years. Okay. I could kind of get down with that, but seven years? I that's can't. ridiculous. I can't dude. even I can't even begin to guess at what that I mean, the damage that that does. Like from a business perspective, it doesn't make any sense. And this is why the Mark Harlan tweet is so asinine saying we're not leaving. This is why. You know, all this, it just, I get to a point with with the Pac-12 thing where I'm, if I, I almost feel forced to ask the question, what are you looking at? What exactly is, you know, George Klavkov looking at? What is the Pac-12 looking at? Because there, to me, doesn't seem to be too many options. There, to me, doesn't seem to be too many ways out. And, and, I, and that's why I'm kind of down with what he was saying, like, why wouldn't you just go all in? Because to me, it's like, all right, well, if we don't have much of the choice, let's make the best of Amazon. Let's, you know, let's let's just hammer this thing. Like, let's go all in on it. Let's make it the best, you know, consumer experience out there on the market. And then, you know, two years into this four-year deal, we're going to go back to market. And we're going to try to create a new, a, a new TV deal. But the only way that we can get more money out of a new TV deal is to show our worth through viewership. The greatness of Amazon is that they know precisely. I'm talking about down to the cell phone how many people watch their stuff. They can track all of that in great detail. So that's why I say, I, I don't know, man. I just think that there's not a lot of... there. This isn't like a, 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 a Triton in the row where you've got center, right, and left. But like, did, the Paramount news today is massive. Did you guys see that Paramount Plus now has 56 million subscribers? What are we watching, Tahoe? 
Mayor of Kingstown. Damn what good I, show. What I watched last night. Mayor of Kingstown. What can I not wait for to release on Sunday? Mayor of Kingstown. Where am I getting that? Amazon Prime Video through Paramount Plus. Yeah. And Paramount Plus now has 56 million subs, and they just raised their price today. To That's what? what this game's about. I don't know. I, didn't, I Right now, it's 10 bucks. It was yesterday. Yeah. I Listen to the numbers of streaming. And again, listen to these numbers while I'm telling you I think the Pac-12 should go all in with Amazon. Um, 40, Q4 was massive for Paramount Plus. They picked up 9.9 million subscribers. How about that? Bringing their total to 56 million, up from 46 million. Paramount Plus has more customers than Hulu, who is only reporting 48 million. I mean, th like their move to combine with Showtime, absolutely a game changer. Incredible. Absolutely a game changer. And the other thing that I think is interesting is that Paramount's free ad-supported streaming service called Pluto TV saw an increase in global monthly active users up to 78.5 million users on Pluto TV. Damn. Tubi, on the other hand, only has 64 million active users. So you're looking at people making these big transformative decisions to grow our business, to grow our reach. And then there's George Klyovkov doing back of the envelope calculations on UCLA. Yeah. And you, you just start to understand that that's not how business gets done. You got to have balls, dude, and you got to put them on the table and you got to make moves and you cannot be scared to fail. And if you're, if you're in life or if you are in college football, go all in on yourself. If you felt these balls. And, and I'm telling you, I'm telling you, the Pac-12 should go all in. Go all in because guess what? Any football, Brant Keithy's mom, guarantee you knows how to find Amazon Prime Video. Anybody's mom is going to know how to find it. Anybody's uncle, cousin, aunt, best friend, football coach, they all know how to find Amazon Prime Video. Yeah. By the way, do you know what Tubi is? Have you ever looked at it? Well, everyone saw the commercial, right, during the Super Bowl. Everyone saw the commercial. It was the number one commercial because of what it did. Nobody knows what it is, though. Paramount Plus announced it will be increasing the price of its premium tier from $9.99 a month to $11.99 a month to reflect the new Showtime content. The essential tier, which won't include Showtime, moves from $4.99 to $5.99 a month. New customers and existing customers will see the price change um, in early Q3 of this year. Brilliant. I mean, that's not a bad price increase. I mean, that's definitely palatable. You know, I, I, I'm just... And I, I feel... You know what the weird thing is? I feel like we get to this point every time we talk about the Pac-12 and, and Amazon and going all in. Uh -huh. I feel like we get to this point. Where we're like, you got to do this, man. You need, like, show me what you got. Show me your balls, dude. Like, yeah. show me that you have the courage to make the decisions that will save you. Yeah. Because the Pac-12 should be something significant. Like, when this conference came together, it was supposed to be the beginning of the end for everybody else. How many memories do you have of Pac-12 football in your life? I mean, like, you know, obviously I know... The Reggie Bush days were huge for you. USC like, in Texas, USC in Ohio State. The Vince Young game. The Vince Young game. Like, I mean, a ton. Yeah. A ton. Like the Kalen Clay drop at the goal line against oh, Oregon. Like dude. all of these big games that Utah has won, like sweeping Los Angeles. Like be, like the USC games the last couple of years, the Pac-12 championship games. Uh, well, all how the, many USC-Notre Dame games? Like I know that's not just Pac-12, but like that's a that's a huge thing in college football. There are, there, are, there are games that are significant, 
But man, you know, and I'm not trying to be a hater, but the thing that I remember most about the Pac-12 is, again, USC going to Washington State to die. Yeah. Again, you know, Utah going to Washington State this year and Fox doesn't send a live crew in person. Yeah. You've had so many faux pas and so many ugly incidents. That's the that's the thing that I remember, right? Like it, it's it's really frustrating. And, and then you hear Brett Yormark, who's a brand new commissioner, and you hear him talking about like no money left on the table. I mean, it, this, it should make you cry as a Pac-12 fan. Certainly didn't leave any money on the table. As you're reading now, you know, the media landscape's changing. The, the, the big media companies are really more focused on what they need versus what they want. I think we're reading about that every day. It's a changing la- landscape. When I was in Phoenix, you, you know, everyone was there talking to the media partners. I mean, think about UFC being out there right now, the NBA, CFP, WWE, it, it, it's a, it's a, you know, crowded space right now. And by gr- going early, I was able to gain the attention of arguably two of the biggest media brands in the world. And they saw our vision. Uh, they realized where we were going. They, they liked it and they doubled down on us. So um, for all the right reasons, we went early. And, and I think that decision today is looking even better and better uh, as we move forward. They doubled down on us. That's what's crazy when he's, I mean, and he says that with true baritone confidence. Yeah. They doubled down on us. Biatch. Right? Like, <laughs> that's what it feels like. Yeah. Like he, it feels like, and that's the Wilner and Kanzano podcast, by the way, check them out. You can find them on Apple or any major podcast platform, but you feel like that's what that was. You feel like that was Brett Yormark saying, we went to market early. You criticized us. You made fun of us. You mocked us. And look at you now. And oh. I, I, yeah, yeah, exactly right. Oh, you know, that's what is so crazy to me. Yes, like, dude. I just can't. Yes. All right, let's get your comments in here. I know I've been bloviating and talking forever. Bloviating but, and converting you know. and, you know. Steven uh, Barkus says Skinamax. Remember Homeland? I Bro. loved him. Uh, Tanner T says Cinemax late night for the Pac-12. Stop it. Tanner, <laughs> stop it. Uh, Gumby Too Sexy says Nick at night now showing Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Exactly right. Keith Carl, good afternoon. Pac-12 on the always broken elementary school film projector. You know, and the other thing, that's, that is funny, actually. I remember projectors as a kid when I was in school. But the other thing that I think needs to be said is that I'm not hoping the Pac-12 dies. And I think this is a really important side of the conversation. I'm not hoping that the conference dies, right? Because it's it I, like Pac-12 football is really entertaining. Like the reality is the 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 balls of the conversation, the Pac-12 on the field's a better football conference than the Big 12. Yes it is. Can we just get can we just say that? Yet their leadership and their paperwork and their revenue and everything off of the damn football field is so bad that it's not even a conversation who has the better total package. And and that's the crime in it. And that's why when, you know, the Utah conversation happens that we've had today on the show, Grum, when we're talking about Utah suffering and not being what it could be and not fulfilling its potential, that's why it's such a crime because... Utah could be a national juggernaut. That's right. 
and they're not because they're in a crap conference, dude. And I, I think, but this is the Andy Ludwig conversation. 100%. Like, you, yeah. you look at, again, what kind of offense does Kyle Whittingham want? That's probably a different show, but. I mean, it is, but I think that man. even, even the, the point really is, the, the, or at least the point that I'm making, is even with Kyle Whittingham's, you know, conservative approach, if you will, his his oh, yeah. ground and pound, yeah. you know, grind it out approach on offense, even with all that said, you can still beat anybody in the Big 12 right now. Like, I have no problem saying that they would be the best team in the Big 12. And if they're not the best team, they're definitely top three teams in the Big 12. Yep, totally agree. All of our college football talk on the Monty Show presented by Barbecue Pit Stop, BBQPitStop.com. Make sure you check them out in any of their five Utah locations. Logan, Leighton, Lehigh, the GZ. Hello, St. George. Good to see you. Uh, as well as Salt Lake City and Murray right there on State Street. We were at the Shake Shack today. That was amazing. And right across the street is the Barbecue Pit Stop. So make sure you go in there, check them out. When you hear Barbecue Pit Stop, you already know what it is, friends. You know that it's the best equipment in the barbecue business. You know that you're getting Traeger. You know you're getting Big Green Egg, Camp Shep. How about Yoder? Did you see the People magazine named Yoder the best pellet smoking equipment in the country? Now I'm a Traeger guy, but you want Yoder? Knock it down at Barbecue Pit Stop, bbqpitstop.com. But of course, when you go into Barbecue Pit Stop, A, you're going to say, hey, that Monty in the afternoon program. Hey, Monty. Hey, Monty sent me in here. Or you can chat with him online and shop online for some Flavor Knuckles Asado seasoning. Asado. I'm telling you. Right, right there, the asado seasoning, the best seasoning in the business, whether it's wings, ground turkey, ground beef, uh, taco salads. A oh, my God, breakfast. Dude, we made some breakfast in Tahoe. Mm -hmm. But you put that asado seasoning on it, kicks it up a notch, best equipment, seasonings, rubs, sauces, and the guys that work at Barbecue Pit Stop, they're all individually owned and operated stores. They are all experts in barbecue and they're just good dudes to do business with. Make sure you tell them you heard about it on the Monty Show, bbqpitstop.com, or any of their five Utah locations, Logan, Leighton, Lehigh, St. George, and our friends in Murray on State Street. And again, anywhere you're listening to this show, shop online at bbqpitstop.com. Let's get some more of your comments in here. Um, Gumby, what are you doing? Pac-12 on Rumble. I believe he also said earlier, Pac-12 on Q... There it is. Phil Reyes says, Pac-12 on QVC. Hmm. More suggestions. Gumby Too Sexy says, Pac-12 on Telemundo. <laughs> hey, poor K! Yes, right? yes, yes. No, no, no. No, no, no. No, 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 no. Um, let's see. Stephen Barkas says, you will only be able to watch Pac-12 games through a personal recording from Klyovkov in his home, right? Can you Dude, imagine seriously, that? Seriously. He'll stream live on Twitter of a of a screen on a computer. like Facial recognition. It, yeah, it'll be like closed circuit TV <laughs> from the garden, right? <laughs> Unbelievable. I just, yeah, it's crazy. Brent Burnett says the phone is terrible experience compared to an 80-inch TV. Okay, I agree, but that doesn't change the fact that millions of people watch it on their phone. And it doesn't change the fact that Amazon Prime Sports is going to be available on your TV or your phone. Go all in. Go all in. It ain't intramurals, bro. Yeah, dude. Go all like, in. Do it. I'm I'm George. Go all in on Amazon, George. Show me your lightning bolt, if you will. Or don't. <laughs> He's an older guy. Bad things happen. Uh, Jacob DeLambo says, Bush and Young were my favorite college players. Dude, Reggie Bush at USC. Those are the days, bro. Man. Matt Leinart and Reggie Bush, the hot tubs, the condos, the chicks, the cars. 
No NIL. <laughs> oh, there was no. NIL. I just didn't have that label yet. You know what I'm saying? Tanner T says Al Jazeera would be a great fit for the Pac-12. Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. By the way, did you guys see that um, disgraced congressman from New York? I can't even remember his name anymore. Santos? Yeah. Says that he walked away from his company in 1983. He was... Like three years. Ago. <laughs> I just can't get out of his own way. Uh, Tanner T says Pac-12 on Twitch. Good luck. Uh, Rick Forster says Pac-12 RAI Italian streaming channel. Yeah, don't uh, RAI. Don't go anywhere after you Venice match. You're gonna get Pac-12 Bro. football. What? <laughs> What's wrong Bro, with that? Italian streaming channel. Clint Mo- Moses says, go beeves. Who doesn't like a good beef? Bro, why? Why? This is a family Clint, program, bro. Clint. Relax, Clint. bro. Program. Her kid's watching. Damn. Uh, Tanner says, you guys need to get your mark on the show. I've asked multiple times. Yeah. Uh, Brett Burnett says, imagine schools having brand control through YouTube and having chats and merchandise store and other exclusive for a fee. Get more dollars if they're good at it. Yeah, you should join our membership while you're at it. Yeah, hit the uh, join button, $9.99 a month. You get into our exclusive um, Instagram chat where Tanner Plummer will call you on Instagram phone calls like 10 times a day. Whoa, whoa, we, we need to pause the program here, bro. Do you see who's in the chat right here? I don't. Who is making a comeback? Ruff's official. Oh, my God. Oh, Dude, my God. Alive. Ruff's official. I love that you're back, bro. Welcome. Ruff's official. Dude. My dude. Can we all please, can, can I get some comments saying hello to Ruff's official, please? Yeah, everybody welcome Ruff's official. Yes. Yes. Ruff's official back in the comments. And his name is John C. Seriously. <laughs> Bro, where's Ruff's official been? Are you kidding me? He says there's they're gonna add San Diego State and SMU, then get a big TV deal. Stop hating on the pack. Well, well, we'll see about that. There he is, Ruff's official. Thanks for playing. Uh, KM says it's not the church. This is all Utah and the Pac-12. In God's name, image, and likeness. Could be. Yeah, Clint Moses says Pac-12 football on LIV. Yeah. How about how about Bro- oh, how about Brooks Kepka? Did yeah. you guys hear about Brooks Kepka? Dude. Quote, buyer's remorse. He would like to come back to the PGA Tour. Mm. Hey, good luck with that, kid. Mm. Gumby too sexy. Pac-12 to a gas pump screen near you. Oh, come on. Harmon's is a fine television network of gas pumps. Is this really what we've come down to? It's brutal. In the inst- in the members-only Instagram group, people were putting pictures of that when they were Dude. getting gas. Uh, Mike P says, Utah is only good because SC is weak right now. Who cares? Who cares? And by the way, SC is not weak, remember? I mean, you got Lincoln Riley and Caleb Williams, and you still and kick Tulane. their ass. Yeah, you st- <laughs> and you're an idiot. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they got Lincoln Riley yeah. and Caleb Williams in the Green Tulane, Wave. Let's know. go. French Quarter and shit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Rick Forrester says Dude. UH versus SMU on ESPN2 at 6 p.m. Let's do this. Yeah. Uh, KM Let's get says. It on. Hugely funny gas screen. Oh, man. Not if you're a Pac-12 fan. Hey, uh, where are we going to watch the game tonight? Well, the Harmons on 7th East. From what I understand, they've got really new screens and clarity. You guys ever want to kick I it? Mean, we'll flow. You gotta yeah, keep... that sun fade on the buttons is really nice. Yeah, but they won't let you sit there. you got to buy like a Bucked Up Energy, BuckedUp.com. Use a promo code Monty. <laughs> Tim Bruckmiller says, welcome, Ruffs. Maury Alvarez, a member of the program, says, welcome back, Ruffs. 
Kaynurin says thumbs up. Yeah, you guys, where are we at here? We're at like 2,000 views today, and we're, we're at 102 subs. There we subs. go. Nice. Good work. Good Let's work. Go. I Hit like the that. button. Let's like get that. to 150. Yeah. Uh, Gumby2Sexy says play Welcome Back for Ruffs. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know. Welcome back. Welcome back. My name is Luca. Don't. Uh, Pac-12 on MTV. Did you guys... But you understand that Paramount owns... MTV, who produces Mayor of Kingstown. Damn good show. How many are in the comments? Are you guys watching Mayor of Kingstown? Hell of a show. I think it is. Should we talk about Tommy's underwear again? Tommy. Oh, is it that? Damn, it's already that it, time. It is already time for football at 50. 10 of the hour, every hour, at least for the rest of this week. Football at 50. We bring you the biggest stories in football. Presented by our good friends at Papa Murphy's. Papa Murphy's Pizza. Man, I'm telling you, they had the heartbreaker. Now it's the marinara meatballs. Yeah. I, I, I cannot tell you enough. Any pizza that's on special at Papa Murphy's, you got to try it, including the chicken artichoke. Download the Papa Murphy's app. Use the promo code MONTY25 to get 25% off your purchase of $25 or more. Okay. Do you believe, do you believe that Tom Brady... Posted this photo right here and did not know the meaning of the word thirst trap. Dude, get the hell out of here with so this. So you're not man. buying this? I'm not buying it at all, bro. This dude is culture. This guy has been around. Like, he has kids. Don't tell me that little Brady isn't on TikTok thirst trapping like every night, dude. Come on. If you're Tom Brady's kid, are you like, hey, hey, sweetheart, I'm Tom Brady's kid? Want to go to homecoming? Yeah. Like is that like is that how you're operating? Yeah. Right. If you're if you're if you're Tommy too, and you're just like, hey, Rebecca, I'm Tommy too. Let's go to prom. Hey, Jenny, I'm TV 13. Let's do this. Yeah. What are you doing with that punk Kyle over there? Screw him. I mean, screw me. No, that's not what I said. I'm Tommy's kid. Let's go. Like that's where you are. Right. If you're if you're Tommy's kid. Aren't you hoping that you go to this? No, I'm not going to make a Ben Roethlisberger joke. The point is, if you're Tom Brady's kid, are you like, hey, I look like my dad. Did you see his picture in the underwear? Yeah, Brady brand. I think he did not know what thirst trap is. I think Tom Brady is sheltered. I do, in all seriousness. I think Tom Brady is sheltered. He knew what he was doing here, though. Yeah. He knew that he was showing off the six-pack. He knew he was showing off like the the gills over here on the. I got him too. Look I at, just look am at my guy fully sitting dressed. on a made bed in the Maldives taking a picture. First of all, the bed's not made, so he might be sitting on your bed, which well, is it's never a made. Throw blanket. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, like, a, it's, it's called. Hey, hey. God, God, if you can hear me, please. And I know you're in the Maldives Islands right now, trying to save somebody. How's the white salamander? <laughs> but can you explain to me what I did wrong? <laughs> that my son doesn't use a flat sheet? Anyways, the point is... That's called that a, is not a flat that's sheet, a bro. comforter! It's called a comforter! Dude! You are so unrefined! How do you not know that that... Anyway, my point is, Tommy knew exactly what he was doing. And he's selling underwear. So if you're Brady, Tom Brady... Brady. Listen, let's be honest, and I'm not saying I don't, but if you had those gills along the side of your, your your abs and stuff, don't tell me you wouldn't wear underwear without a shirt, too. And, I mean, I would, but, you know, I'm I, it's cold outside. I've got three layers on to keep yeah. warm, yeah. core temperature up and stuff. Yeah. But the point is, do you think he knew what he was doing? Yes, 100%. Absolutely 100%, dude. Absolutely he did.
you know. Um, Brent Burnett says showing off for the Kartashians for attention. Okay. Well, okay. Tanner T says Tom and Anthony Weiner send the same pics. Apparently. Did you really just bring up Anthony Weiner? Did that just happen on this show? Stop it. Stop it. Uh, Cody Strickland says, what's a thirst trap mean? Stop, Cody. Cody. Dude, Cody. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm Cody. not lowering myself to your games today. Gumby Too Sexy says, Tom looks like he's auditioning for ET2. He looks healthy. Yeah, he looks fine. Does he not look? Is that a shot at his? He looks very healthy there. You know, uh, Jacob DeLambo says promo for Tommy's OnlyFans. If Tom Brady does OnlyFans, I'm out. I am quitting sports talk for the rest of my life. I don't want to know. You're going to do OnlyFans. Though. I don't, well, that's where I would go. I'm better looking than Tom Brady. Duh. You know, uh, Rick Forrester. See, Rick said the exact same thing I said yesterday the first time I saw this. And I've only looked at it once for like 12 seconds. Yeah, Mrs. Monty's been on it yeah. like 40 times. Yeah, show research and stuff. Yeah. Uh, Rick Forrester says that face looks fake. It The hair looks painted on. The, the hair looks painted on. By the way, Preston, looking at this picture, says, I love me Papa Murphy's meatballs. Preston, my guy. Papa my Murphy's. Guy. Papa Murphy's meatballs are amazing. And before we get out of Football 50, I have got to play this Aaron Rodgers video. And maybe we need to have the debate, is Jeffrey Epstein dead, alive, or murdered? Uh, because Aaron Rodgers apparently is concerned with Jeffrey Epstein's client list. There's some wild shit going on right now, Aaron. Did you hear about the Epstein client list uh, about to be released, too? Whoa, Allegedly, yeah, I assume whoa. we have to say, because I'm getting sued by a guy that used to uh, be a starting quarterback in which you were a backup quarterback. But what's that? What are you talking about? There's some files that have, have some names on it that might be uh, getting released pretty soon. Oh, are you on there? You know, Look out, AJ. You know, Maxwell was the only you know person ever, ever uh, convicted answer. of of uh, trafficking, and nobody who was involved in the trafficking ever went to jail. So, nothing to see here. No, nothing. Look, there's uh, UFOs flying over. We just shot them down. Johnny Depp trial. Hey, oh, that, yeah. that'll help. Uh, that'll do that whole thing. That's what you're saying. Obviously, I'm excited to see how this whole thing. You know, there's a lot going on. There's a lot going on. Nothing to see here. Yeah. What the? What is Aaron Rodgers doing right there? He's talking about Jeffrey Epstein's client list. And I love that AJ Hawk on Pat McAfee's show on YouTube and live every day. I love that AJ Hawk's like, hey, uh, you worried about it? You on that list? <laughs> <laughs> and, and Aaron Rodgers is like, well, you know, nobody who's involved in the trafficking actually went to jail. Nothing to see here. Like, come on. Aaron Rodgers, really? Okay. Dead, alive, murdered, suicide. Murder, dead. I'm gonna say alive. I don't. I don't. I think him and Tupac are hanging out in the mall dives. Well, maybe. As you like to say, mall dives. By the way, Henry Ginder says Brett Favre too. Yeah, I love yeah, that he thong. throws out. I love that he throws out Brett Favre. I'm being sued by a former, you know, quarterback that you were a backup of. Which I think is amazing by Pat McAfee. Yeah. I, I think it is, you know. Gumby Too Sexy says Aaron's three years too late to this story. Time to put down the pipe. No, the ayahuasca. Put down the ayahuasca, sir. Yeah, Thank he's you. probably rocking that pipe in the darkness. <laughs> what is wrong with him? Uh, Gumby Too Sexy says murdered. Tanner T, Tanner T says murdered. A says LMAO. A. Okay, if Jeffrey Epstein's dead... I just want people to understand, yes, Teddy Wayman, see? 
Teddy Wayman's the man of, of plan. He's dead and it was planned. Yeah, yeah. he planned to kill himself. 100%. Com Not committed right. suicide. No, he's murdered. He planned to tang himself Dude, on a bed sheet. he didn't hang himself, bro. I don't have, uh, he knew too much. Well, he knew the camera wasn't working, so they wouldn't see him planning it. Right. You know, like he planned to kill himself. Right. Right. Couldn't handle it. It was guilt. Oh, he, yeah. He hung himself with some soap on the floor, you know. Aaron, Aaron Hernandez. Yeah, how about that? Where is your life at if you're in prison? You're like, yeah, I'm going to hang myself, but first let me put some soap on the floor so I can't save myself. Like, that's... Dude. All right, probably too real. Um, football 50 presented by Papa Murphy's Pizza. Make sure you use the promo code MONTSY25 to get 25% off your purchase of $25 or more. And make sure you check out the chicken artichoke. Papa Murphy's presents how to change the way you pizza. Step one, grab a delicious Papa Murphy's pizza. Step two, bake. Step three, chow down on the deliciousness. Right now, get the chicken bacon artichoke pizza for just $9.99 at papamurphys.com. PapaMurphys.com or download the Papa Murphy's app. I'm telling you guys, the app is great. I don't know how many people know this. At Papa Murphy's Pizza, you can download the mobile app and then you can schedule the time that you pick up your pizza. Like you can order it at 6 a.m., which I've routinely done. When we used to do mornings on this show back like the last week. Room. You know, last week. Yeah. And actually, it was, it was last week. Anyway, the point is, when we were doing mornings last week, like you can put your order in at 6 a.m. and say 5.30 pickup. It'll be on the to-go rack right inside the door at Papa Murphy's. You just pick it up, walk out the door, so you get your pizza, your marinara meatballs, and your take-and-bake chocolate chip cookies. Done. Done. And when you use the promo code MONTY25, you also get 25% off your purchase at $25 or more. You know, that's what I'm saying. Okay. Gumby. Time to Epstein some Papa Murphy's pizza. Dude, bro, I, I can't encourage that kind <gasps> of, you know. Oh my God, that's amazing. Jeff Bevan says, uh, I want to live the type of life where at 6 a.m. you're already thinking about ordering pizza. That's Dude. right, that's right. Dude, the funny thing is, the funny thing is, you laugh about that, Bevan. But the funny thing is that when you get up at 3.50 in the morning and you're taking cold showers, because I, and this is another problem. Yeah, now I'm working out in the morning. Yeah. When are we going to take a cold shower? Because you don't want to do it after you work out. It'll kill your gains. It's probably at night before bed, honestly. It is. Like, I, I, like, I don't know what else to do about it. But it's wild what runs through your mind at 4 a.m. in a cold shower. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not joking. Like the stuff you think about. Yeah. All right. The Monty Show presented by The Advocates, utahadvocates.com, or simply The Advocates for all of our Phoenix listeners. They just opened an office in Arizona. You now have access to the best injury attorneys in the business. Just go to The Advocates. They have a chat button on their website where you can talk to an attorney live online 24-7 at theadvocates.com. And the best part is you never pay a consultation fee. You don't pay The Advocates until they win your case. So when that guy is driving distracted, like for all my Arizonans, it's great motorcycle season right now. When those guys bump you off your motorcycle because they're not paying attention, they're eating or arguing or looking at their phone, you deserve to be made whole for that. The best ones in the business to do that, the advocates, theadvocates.com. Jake, let's talk Utah Jazz basketball. The Jazz first half of the season is over. They are 29-31. and 31. They are 11th in the West. Was it a successful season for the Utah Jazz, Jake? Yeah, I mean, I think it's been a successful season so far. I think that, you know, there are a lot of a lot of takeaways, a lot of things that need to be worked on. I, I, you know, this conversation around, 
you know, the trade deadline and Jordan Clarkson, I think, is probably the the leading conversation for me. I, I think, you know, watching this game last night against the Grizzlies, I look at this game, and for large swaths of this game, you were uninterested. You didn't really show up. And then, you know, you get 10 minutes into the third quarter or so, like, or 10 minutes left in the third quarter, and you seemingly started to show up. You felt the momentum swing. You felt like, oh, hey, we're back in the game. And so then... You know, Jordan Clarkson comes in, turns the ball over, and the game promptly ends at that point. You know, you had a minute left, but he turns that over. That turns it back into a 10-point lead. Like, you lost your momentum, and and, and I'm still, you know, maybe I'm a red-ass about it. I don't know, but I still kind of feel like I'm a little salty about the fact that Jordan Clarkson is still here. I, I still don't quite understand it. So, you know, when I look at this season and, you know, I the question is, has it been successful so far? Well, yeah, I think it has. I think, you know, you're whatever you are, game under 500 or whatever it is, like you're not a bad team. You're not tanking, you know, and you're clawing your way into a, a, a play-in game. Yeah, I would say that's a successful first season of a, you know, retooling team or rebuilding team, whatever you want to call it. But I'm telling you, this trade deadline was 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 good, not great. And I look at where this roster is at now, and I like some of the things I see, and I don't like a lot of the other things I see. The Clarkson impact doesn't is isn't just seen on the stat sheet. Like you look at how Clarkson impacts a game when he comes in and when he leaves, because I'm a big believer in that. When a guy subs out, what happens to the game? Is it a positive thing or is it a negative thing? Last night it was a positive thing to have him checked out, in my opinion. There were a lot of times where he's on the floor. You get the ball to him, the ball doesn't come back out. The ball doesn't keep moving. It stops, and usually those are contested shots. Off of the floor, when I've got, you know, Damian Jones, I've got JTA, I've got Walker Kessler out there. You know, you've got THT, obviously. Like, you you look at that grouping in the third quarter that made that comeback, that group was playing well. You were playing team basketball. You were moving the ball. You were playing in transition. You were You were doing everything that this team has to do to go ahead and win a ball game. But then Jordan checks back in and it completely changes. And we go right back to stagnant offense. Like, you know, he gets the ball, it doesn't move. So to me, you know, yeah, this season has been successful, but the Jordan Clarkson thing is stuck in my craw. I have to be honest. Like, I don't like the fact that he's still here. I don't like the fact that, you know, we're, we're, you know, he was kept around, even though we reported how many times that they had first round pick offers on the table in the trade market to go ahead and move buddy. I don't like that he's here because Ryan Smith, the owner of the Utah Jazz, love the guy, you know, not saying he's doing a bad job, but on this particular thing, this isolated thing, I think he's done a poor job. He has kept him because he likes him, not because he's good for the on-the-floor product. And that, to me, is not great. I don't think that you should be making decisions on players well, based on your emotions. That's my problem. I don't I don't know if... if What's the right way to say that? Is it Ryan Smith making decisions on emotion? It certainly could be. I think there's also something to be said for generating revenue. I think Jordan Clarkson, I can tell you on this show, we have a, a pretty significant Filipino audience strictly dedicated to Jordan Clarkson. If you go back to our Jordan Clarkson videos and you read the comments, there is a there are a lot of commenters from the Philippines who are pissed that we're saying that they should have traded Jordan Clarkson, but... Does it make business sense to trade him? Well, yeah, absolutely it does because he's going to be an unrestricted free agent in the summer. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's a problem. Oh, by the way, I don't think the Jazz should spend 
multiple years and and close to probably 70 to 85 million dollars to resign him because I think it's going to take four years and if we're really truth-telling I think it's going to take 96 million dollars to get him back and I think that is a waste of money yeah Yeah. I just don't and it's bothersome and that's why I say like you asked a question has it been a successful season yeah I think to this point yeah but you're not exactly setting yourself up for a productive summer window when you got to pay $96 million or somewhere between 72 and $96 million to bring him back. And and again, I, I just, I don't know, man. Like, I want this team to to take every step necessary to, to get back to playoff basketball and really meaningful championship contending playoff basketball as soon as possible. You know, like, I, I, I look at some of the things off the court, like, the, the rebrand is the rebrand, right? Like, we all know how he felt about that. Great. But, like, I look at the Delta Center move. You did that to to play on the memories and the emotions of the fan base. It, you know, and, and they they own that. They were, that was the whole marketing piece about it, right? Like, I believe Ryan straight up said, hey, Delta didn't need to do this, but they wanted to do it because it's the Delta Center. Like, he said that. I think everybody wanted to do it. I think it's a good move for the Jazz. I think financially it makes sense. And it, it you know, frankly, I think if I am if I'm Ryan Smith, I think I deserve a lot of credit for the the Delta Center. I think it's a stroke of genius. Mm-hmm. I think I deserve a lot of credit for the renovation in the All-Star game that's going to take place. But did anybody notice that Real Salt Lake let go of a new shirt today? And they handled it far better than the Utah Jazz did. And fans are excited about it. And fans are pumped about it. And today when Real releases a new shirt, what are fans not talking about? The lack of a signing. The lack of a star player. The lack of a defensive back line. Mm-hmm. They're not talking about any of that. They're talking about the Beehive jersey from, from Real Salt Lake <laughs> and that that shirt is fire. Whether you think it is or not, different discussion. Real Salt Lake did what the Jazz should have done. And the issue that I have is I feel like the Jazz have in many opportunities just simply failed to act. And the jersey release is where that started. The TV deal is where that started. Like, you can stream Jazz games. I'm not going to tell you how to break the law, but you can stream Jazz games. But we shouldn't have to do that as Jazz fans. If I want to watch a Jazz game now, do that because I have the ticket and I get to, like last night I watched the Memphis broadcast. But my point is, you as a Garden Variety Jazz fan – now you have the opportunity to stream it if you're a Comcast customer. Yeah. But there's a lot of fans who don't get to watch jazz games. How is that possible? And how has it not been addressed? You have to do something other than nothing, right? This next TV deal better be a home run. Yeah. This all-star game better go off without a hitch. There better not be a problem around Travis Scott. I'm telling you right now, if there's an incident at any of his shows, that it that would be an absolute disaster. <laughs> You've simply taken, in my opinion, far too many risks if you're Ryan Smith. And you've failed to act far too many times. It, it is it is keeping Jordan Clarkson but trading Donovan Mitchell. And I don't want to get into Donovan and his politics and whatever. You kept Jordan Clarkson. You traded Donovan Mitchell. What sense does that make? What Like, where on uh, in the book of running an NBA team does that make sense? I think a large part of this is, is that Ryan Smith is a savior to a lot of jazz fans. He's put guys in place who have put this organization in the position to win a championship in the next three to five years. That was his job and he did it well. And he's got more money than you, so he doesn't have to care what you think. And I think eventually 
This season is going to be judged on on whether or not they win a championship in the next several years, Jake. And my opinion is they're going to be awfully close to doing that. Yeah, and I and I think Danny deserves a lot of credit, but I you know I I just I don't know. I feel like and again it's my opinion, you know, disagree or whatever. But my opinion is is that is that Ryan Smith plays on on emotions. That's his strategy, and basketball is going to take care of itself. They're going to win. I mean, that's going to happen a hundred percent. And that takes time, as we all know. But I think the timing of this All-Star game coming through Salt Lake and the timing of Ryan Smith acquiring the team, I don't think was an accident. No. I don't I don't think that Ryan bought the team and was not aware that the All-Star game was coming through. I think he was very much aware. Or at least possible. And at least knew he could capitalize on that. But I, I, I think it's important to say the All-Star game is not easy. Like, we're at Maverick Center, for those of you who don't know. We do this show live at the Maverick Center every day. And they are essentially rebuilding the lobby here because they're having a huge basketball event mm -hmm. at the Maverick Center and then downtown at the Salt Palace and then it, it, at Vivid Arena. And it's hundreds of millions of dollars are going into one weekend. That's expensive. That's not easy. And I think, frankly, so far, I think Ryan has knocked the All-Star game out of the park. I think he's done a phenomenal job. Yeah. Now, let's get through the weekend and let's see how all that plays out, right? But I don't know that we can judge this season yet. I don't know that we'll be able to judge this season a year from now. You have 15 draft picks right now. You, you, you can write your own ticket. Yeah. But you still got to write your own ticket. Yeah. <laughs> you still yeah, got to go do. out and execute. Yeah, you do. And, that, that's, and I know we keep going back to this Jordan Clarkson question, but why did you keep Jordan Clarkson? Because he's not playing well. He's not a good teammate on the floor. Like, he's a hard guy to play with because he doesn't pass. And he has no accountability. Why did you keep him? You could have gotten another first-round pick for him. You know, like... It, yeah. Colin Sexton getting hurt last night sucks, frankly. <laughs> it does. But I, I look at Ochai Agbaji. I look at Fontecchio. I look at some of the other guys in this organization that are young. Yeah. I'm excited about the next six, eight weeks. I really am. But we need, this team, I should say, really needs, you need to, to win the summer. Yeah. Because that's all that matters. I don't care, with all due respect to Jazz fans, I don't care if this team wins another game. It's so inconsequential. It just doesn't matter. What matters is win the summer. Yeah. Win the summer. Win free agency, win the draft, then go back and do it again, and then win the trade deadline, and then next summer, a year from now, build a championship roster that can go and compete for a Western Conference Finals. Yeah. That's when we'll judge this season. I don't know that you can do it right now. Uh, Little Jizzy says, LMAO RSL is so lame. But why is it so lame? I thought their jersey rollout today was actually pretty good. Yeah, I thought the video work was nice. Yeah, Brent Burnett says... I like vampires. Like them more when vampires play basketball. Okay. Okay. <laughs> He's talking about Russell Westbrook. Yeah. And again, I'll just go back to what we talked about with Russ. He's not going to play for the Jazz. Like, yeah. I, I think, and I retweeted the video this morning. I, I've been pretty, pretty solid on this. From the day before they made this trade, Russ and the Jazz were going to sit down and meet. They did that. Russ has said, I'll make a decision, right? But the thing that you have to understand is, is that this is not up to the Utah Jazz. This is up to Russell Westbrook. 
This is not up to Ryan Smith, to Danny Ainge. This is up to Russell Westbrook. He's the one that's going to make this decision. Mm -hmm. Not Ryan Smith, not Danny Ainge. They have told him, yeah, we're going to buy you out. Do you want to buy out? We'll buy you out. Whether they do that now and in the summer, it doesn't matter. Whether he comes off the cap after the season's over, it doesn't matter. Whether you buy him out now, it doesn't matter. You still get all of the cap space. It's not up to the Jazz. It's up to Russell Westbrook. And my guess is, from what I've been told, and I think I've been pretty clear on this, he's going to sign with Chicago. In my opinion, the ranking is Chicago. But now this, this Clipper story that I tweeted earlier today Paul George and Kawhi Leonard are done with Lawrence Frank. There is some real frustration there because Lawrence Frank, the president of the LA Clippers, did not want to sign Russell Westbrook, and he told those two guys that. So they went to Steve Ballmer, and Steve Ballmer got involved, and all of a sudden the Clippers are now a serious player for Russell Westbrook. And by the way, his skill set fits in nicely. Whether he's a vampire or not, that's a different story. Mm -hmm. His skill set fits in nicely with the LA Clippers. That's one that I would watch. I think it's down to the Bulls and the Clippers at this point. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it makes a lot of sense. I, yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. I obviously, I have, I have the ways I would, I would have handled the Russell Westbrook situation. But you're not wrong. The cap implications are the same. You know, whether it's today or six weeks from now, you know, it's the same deal. So, to me, I just, I, I, I just want this team to keep moving forward. Like I. You know, not that Russ is ever going to wear the note, but the the couple of days there where it was like, oh, they're going to talk to him and see how he feels about it. And, you know, maybe there's a potential. It's like, no, dude, this guy should never put the jersey on. It should that never happen, with. dude. And and I just, I, I, I love what, like, I'm in a place where 90% of what they do, they've done, I love. I love, I, I, I love it. Like, I didn't love the jersey reveal, but nobody liked the jersey reveal. And they have admitted they didn't love the jersey reveal. It is what it is. Like, yeah. that's in the past now, yeah. you know? Yep. I love the Delta Center thing. You know, I don't love the Jordan Clarkson thing, but I overall, big picture, I like where the organization's going. How about this? James Knight back in the hizzy. James, I want my, my guy. gold. James Knight says, hi, guys. Love the new time slot, 8.30 a.m. in good old Australia, mate. Australia, mate. James, for those of you who don't know, James, are you in Melbourne? I think James is in Melbourne, Australia. 8.30 a.m. is a great start to my day. Good to see you, man. You go, James. You seem we, a little more chipper this time of day. We, we talked about you yesterday. We said we wonder where James Knight is. We haven't seen you in a while, so it's good to see you back in the chat. Uh, Capazzo says, sorry, Monty, you're wrong. Ryan Smith needs to care what the Jazz fan base thinks. They pay his bills with ticket sales, clothing, and all of the branded merchandise. Okay, you're not going to like what, what we say next. Capazzo, I agree. Ryan Smith. I think Ryan Smith will tell you he cares. When he traded Rudy Gobert, did he consult you? When he traded Royce O'Neal, did they consult the fan base? Did they consult you when they traded Don? Did they consult you when they traded Bogey? They don't care what you think about their moves. They care that you buy Toyota Club. They care that you buy tickets. They care that you buy beer. They care that you buy gear. That's what they care about. They care that you talk about them. They care that you watch. They do not care what you think of their personnel moves. They yeah. do not care what you think of their jersey reveal. They just don't care. Because you know what the reality is? Building is going to be sold out either way. The, the, and I, I don't mean this harshly, and I'm not talking directly to you, Lewis, because you're one of my guys, obviously, but fans don't matter largely. How many fans in Salt Lake City would have said anything about Travis Scott's concert thing? How many fans would, like, if they cared what you think, would they have traded Donovan Mitchell? I don't think they would have. Are you out of your goddamn mind? 
they just don't consult you on, they would have gone more out of their way to make sure that you played a prominent role in the, in the jersey reveal or that they wouldn't have forgotten to order purple jerseys and they will be a year delayed. Like they would have done that, but they did. And that's because they don't care because they know that you're going to buy yellow and you're going to buy that dreadful Best. white jersey they wear. They know you're going to buy the black and yellow sweatshirt hoodie that I've told everybody and their brother to buy, but nobody listens. Isn't it funny how that worked out? That the yellow is actually one of the better ones. I love the black jersey with the yellow script on it, dude. I no, am but the all... yellow one, the yellow one though, the mm. highlighter yellow one, it's better than the white one. Are you high on apple juice, sir? No, that Mott's really hits different. Uh, it does hit different. Um, I just I don't know if I can agree with you on that, but I could be wrong. Yeah, maybe it is what it is. But I don't think fans matter. Yeah. I hate that. Uh, Jacob DeLambo says, I'd love to have Westbrook highlights prove ESPN wrong and help cure the perception of Utah. Yeah. But does that cure the perception of Utah? Mm. Like, And by the way, what's the perception? Is is it, So if the perception oh, is, because this is what there. I hear. Don't, don't do it. Well, but don't he's saying it. it would cure it. So you're telling me that Russell Westbrook is still that star. <sighs> by the way, he didn't come here in free agency. Just want to point that out. Kane Uren says, I would love to see Westbrook play for the Jazz. Jeff Bevan, the beard oil king. Do you guys know that Jeff Bevan has a full line of beard care products? Dilly dilly. Dilly dilly. dilly. Affect beard, dude. I'm telling you, find it on Instagram. He says, Ryan and his team have definitely hyped up this all-star event. I don't remember another all-star being so hyped outside of the Vegas year. Yeah. I would agree. I think they've done a remarkable job. Yep. Uh, McKinley Cutler, my dude, what's up? Good to see you, member. Says, don't care if they win, but I would like to see continued growth, small or large, of the young guys in Coach Hardy. The Will Hardy thing is real, McKinley. I, I think that's a great point. Yeah. I think that Will Hardy, as much as Ochai and Walker, or excuse me, Moonwalker Kessler, right, uh, right. as much as they need to grow, Will Hardy has to develop as a coach. He has to become a better defensive coach. Or you need to hire a defensive guru. Build your staff the way Phil Jackson did because this ain't good enough. The defense, and the thing that bothers me is the fire and brimstone only works for so long. Right. They're going to have to actually teach the defensive basketball, positioning, IQ, film study, understanding. Discipline. And that's going to have to be applied on the floor, but we're already seeing zero accountability to Jordan Clarkson. Zero. So I say this thing about when he goes in and out of the game, that's how I'm watching jazz games now. I'm not watching if they win or lose a damn game. I, yeah. I'm looking at, I'm looking at, hey, how many opportunities does Ochai get when Clarkson's not on the floor versus when he is on the floor? Because yep. I can tell you it's a hell of a lot less when Clarkson is on the floor. I don't disagree with you on that. Make sure you guys hit the like button uh, right now. Give us a thumbs up while we tell you about our good friend, Riley O'Brien. Now, you guys. Yes. You know that um, Riley O'Brien's a member of the program, mm -hmm. um, but he's also a phenomenal advocate for the RV industry. He is a top seller at Robert Jensen's General RV. It is RV show weekend. There has never been a better time to get to Draper at Robert Jensen's General RV. Make sure you get in there. Ask for Riley O'Brien. And listen, I know that RVs are a huge investment in your life. I totally understand that. I know it. We've all talked about it. That, you know, hey, you dream of being able to own a fifth wheel, a toy hauler. Maybe, again, you want a bus. Like, you have a dream in your mind. Well, stop dreaming about it and get into Robert Jensen's General RV and make that dream a reality. And Riley O'Brien can make that happen for you, and here's why. 
Because Riley has over 600 pieces of inventory. They have over 600 pieces of inventory in stock from fifth wheels, toy haulers, all of it, anything you want. They've got it in Draper at Robert Jensen's General RV. And again, they're making deals because the RV show's going on this weekend in Sandy. They're making deals. I'm telling you now, you can get RVs under dealer cost, which is unheard of. Yeah. This weekend, this week, today, tomorrow, Saturday, you can go into Robert Jensen's General RV and you can get you can get units under dealer cost on an RV. I'm telling you guys, there's never been a better time. Go in. Please make sure you tell them you heard about it on the Monty Show. Um, and see our guy, Riley O'Brien. What up, guys? This is Riley O'Brien from General RV. And hey, with the RV show kicking off today at the Mountain America Expo Center, we want to make sure that all of my show listeners are hooked up with the best possible deal. I've got over 600 units on my lot here in Draper, Utah. Our dealership is huge. We buy a ton of inventory, and because of that, we're able to pass our savings on to you as the customer. So whether you're looking for a travel trailer, a fifth wheel, any type of motorhome, as you're out shopping, you see something you love, call me, 385-326-8828, and we'll get you guys taken care of. There you go, Riley O'Brien at Robert Jensen's General RV. And by the way, if you already own an RV, Mrs. Monty and I have been in there many times and their service department, their parts selection. I'm talking about whether you're a maintenance guy and you need, maybe you need a new tube, a new hose, maybe you need a new battery, maybe you need a new lock, maybe you need a new cooler, you name it, lights, seats, any accessory, any part, Robert Jensen's General RV and Draper, make sure you tell them you heard about it. On the Monty program, a couple more comments on the jazz uh, before we get to non-sports today. Brent Burnett says, do you... Uh, get your free Arby sandwich, no purchase required with the Jazz app. I don't, I don't really understand that, but is that a okay. thing? I was unaware of that. Uh, Giggity, whoa, hey now, Giggity says, "Can I get a Draper mom with my RV?" You can. I mean, check the roof. I you mean, never Riley know. Has connections. I mean, yeah. obviously, he can refer you, dude. Those you know. You know, they always you say know. that you make memories on RVs. Ken Williams says, "Hey, Jacob." Hello, Ken. Ken Williams likes you. Uh, Jacob DeLambo says, uh, LOL, cure was definitely the wrong word. Okay. Uh, let's see. Vorlon Angel 1811. Cartoon Network also is backed out of talks with the Pac-12. <laughs> <laughs> Still what? doing that. What? Johnny Bravo didn't want to host any Pac-12 games? <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, Ken Williams says, Hardy demands that they don't give up. Which, I mean, that's all well and good, Ken, but at some point you got to demand that they, you know, play defense. Do their damn job. You've got to demand that Jordan Clarkson pass the ball. You've got to demand that in transition they run, they get back in transition defense. Yeah. You got to demand that the turnovers come down. The problem is, I think he probably does, and we're not seeing that translate to game time. Yeah. So Will Hardy needs to develop a little bit, and maybe that. Doesn't happen is we're watching Louisville and Notre Dame ladies basketball on the tube. Thanks, Jake. Yeah, uh, let me let me work Appreciate on that. this. Uh, you know, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Uh, Teddy Wayman, who by the way, by the way, Teddy's going to come and redo my shower because my stupid floor pan, the the grout and stuff. Yeah, your floor pan, dude. Please do not hire a bad contractor. Uh, I've been scoping Draper. Teddy says. Okay. Scoping Draper. <laughs> he says, I'll let you know, Giggity. Yeah, how's your grout work, Teddy? Yeah, Ted. Uh, Ken Williams says, what I liked about the game the other night, Gay didn't see any time playing these young guys. I agree. 
but you're also a Damian Jones guy. Ken Williams in our uh, Monty Show only Instagram Members chat. Only. You have to be a member. Hit the join button right now. Yeah, do it. Nine ninety nine a month. It gets you exclusive content. By the way, big update tomorrow on the Big Five O Birthday Bash. Members only. Yes, yes, yes. We have a merch drop coming in days. I've actually made big progress on it. We have a merch drop coming. We have a major announcement tomorrow or an update on the Big Five O Birthday Bash. Like. Dude, you got to be a member of the program. Hit the join button, $9.99 a month. Uh, get you exclusive access to our uh, Instagram members only chat, which Ken Williams filled up with. We have found our center of the future, Damian Bro, Jones. What are you talking about, man? And if it, it now, for those of you who don't know, Ken Williams is a cattle farmer in Wyoming. <laughs> Ken? If you stand by the manure pile for too long, people are going to think you're drunk on applesauce or juice. What did Moss. the guy say? Apple juice. People are going to think you're drunk on apple juice, sir. You know what I'm saying? Kenneth. Uh, Ken Williams says, I agree, Monty. JC turnovers and defense is horrible. I just don't like the impact it has on the young guys. That's what annoys me about it, dude. Yeah. Like, like, okay, I understand if you're doing that on a veteran team, it, which you were. But it's a different team now. I mean, you got to set, like, they're looking at you to set an example, you know? Like, for everything Mike Conley wasn't, he set an example, like, unquestioned. Yeah, I don't think I don't think there's any doubt about that. I think you're exactly right. There, there was an example set. Uh, D.F. Ost says, new article from the Seattle Times stating Washington Huskies may be looking to bolt the Pac-12 due to Ohio State leaving a home-at-home -home series. Yeah, did you guys see that update today? Yeah. Ohio State pulled the plug on that. Yeah. I, guys, I, I don't know how else I can say it that the Pac-12 is in really dire straits. That's the only, that's um, the only way I know how to say it. The Pac-12 is in dire straits. There, yeah. it, is, it is now or never. And I don't know how you fix that. I don't know how you fix that. Yeah. And we'll see. My guess is they're not going to fix that and the Pac-12 will be dissolved at some point. I think in the near term, I think you're going to sign a really bad TV deal. Or you're going to agree to a really bad TV deal and people aren't going to sign it, well, which has happened the twice only, already. The only TV deal. That's, That's it. the problem. Yeah. You know I what agree. I mean? Like, it is a bad TV deal, but the problem is it's the only thing you have. And see, Ken Williams is exactly right. Hey, Utah, make that call today. I'm saying, dude. Like, what are we waiting for? You have to. Uh, I go, Tanner says, I go through Draper twice a week. I, I've actually seen a couple of moms that you would be interested in, Giggity. Are we really talking about the moms of Draper now? Is that what this show is? <laughs> uh, James Knight says, do the Jazz beat OKC? I don't know. Let's check the injury report the day before. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's too many guys out. I mean, that game's what, February 23rd? Yeah, you got time here. Got almost a week. Dude, I'm going to be 50 on Sunday. Are you get off my long guy yet? Man. Shit, that's been 10 years ago. Excuse my French. That, that's been 10 years ago. Are you kidding me? I'm falling asleep right now, which is why I'm drinking Bucked Up Miami yeah. right here on the program. Yes, and yes, again, yes. as I have told you many, many times, Bucked Up is the official energy drink of the Monty Show. Monty. That's my favorite flavor. I understand it's in high demand. Go into any Bucked Up retail store. I, I shop at, we were at Murray today. Jake is slurping it down. We were at Murray today. <laughs> I generally shop in South Jordan, walk in, say, hey, Monty. Monty on the Monty Show hey, said Monty. you guys are going to give me a free can of bucked up energy. Hey, guys. Boom.
They're going to hand it to you. I'm telling you, the mango, Jake pulled me some mango today. Yeah. At, at um, holiday. 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 Uh, he pulled me some mango bucked up. Amazing. I generally am a Miami drinker. We took, we took, I mean, I don't know what. What was the what's the flavor you're drinking? Uh, it is called uh, Rocket Pop. Rocket Pop is the flavor that Jake. Now you move it over there. Rocket Pop. Jake pulled some Rocket Pop today. I'm a mango. I'm a Miami Vice guy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, you go should ahead and try me then. Yeah. You can also. Did you know you can get free samples of Bucked Up Energy? And a free bucked up energy shaker. When you click the link in the description below, it's it's free. No scam, I'm telling you, it's absolutely free. A couple of members asked me last night, hey, hey man, I, I don't want to ask this publicly because I don't want people to think I'm cheap. What do you mean cheap? They're offering it to you for free. Do you think that they wouldn't want you to have it? It's free. Go get it. There's a link below. They'll send you three free samples and a free shaker cup. When you click the link, you just put your address in, boom, they'll send it right to your house. Oh, oh hey, you want to shop online? Do it at buckedup.com. Use the promo code Monty to get 20% off your purchase at buckedup.com. We really need a big rollout, guys. We need you guys Do to it. really support us on Bucked Up. Those guys have been really good to us. They're a great Utah company. They were founded in Utah. They are local businessmen. They are Utahns that are growing their, their dream. Support that. Get to buckedup.com. Go to any of their stores, American Fark included. I know there are there are stores all across the Wasatch Front. Get in there. Tell them you heard about it on the Monty Show. Get online at buckedup.com. Use the promo code Monty or just take the free samples. Yeah. That's what I'm all about. Get the free samples. Hook it up. Uh, click the link in the description below. Uh, all right. 533 on the Monty Show. Patrick Boren says Apple schnapps. Schnapps. Man, I remember schnapps in high school. Peach yeah. schnapps. Jeez Louise. That stuff was like moonshine. C. Kaufman says, great show. Guys, I enjoyed today's show. Appreciate you, Kaufman. Yeah, dude. Thanks for being Please here, subscribe. dude. subscribe. Teddy Wayman says, every time you say bucked up, I think you're saying something else. I need to get my mind out of the gutter. Teddy, dude, what bro. you need to do is you need to go capture a cougar and Draper. There's some wild shit going on right now. And then take video of it. <laughs> Of the, it's a cougar. You got to save the kids from the <laughs> Teddy, you coming to the big 5-0, dude? Come on, let's go. I'm stoked about this. Just so you can go to Pound Town. I probably, we probably should save this, but why would I save this? I, I, I mean, I, I'm super stoked about this event that we have coming up. Yeah, dude, it's going to be awesome. Um, I, I think it is as, as much as I can say it. Yeah. I think this event that we are talking about right here, um, with Brant Keithy from uh, Utah, Max Tooley from BYU, and you. Brant Keithy and Max Tooley, thanks to our friends at Bucked Up and Papa Murphy's Pizza, uh -huh. March 10th, right here at the Maverick Center. And all you have to do is A, be a member of the showroom. So hit join, $9.99 a month. Again, it gets you exclusive information and content before anybody else gets our inside stuff on the Jazz or the NBA or Pac-12 TV. It gets you exclusive access to our merch line, which is going to drop here in a few days. Program. It gets you entry into our members-only Instagram chat, and it gets you access to Brant Keithy and Max Tooley. Hit join. It's $9.99 a month. But there is another way to get access to the Big 5-0 birthday bash. Yeah. There is another way. 
And I should probably take this off of here too. So we give much ado to our, our fine, fine sponsors of this event. Oh, right. whoops, not that one. Um, you can order from buckedup.com. Use the promo code Monty. Yeah. You can click the link below and get, all you have to do is not spend any money, get the free samples in the shaker cup. Order that in the link in the description. By the way, Shaker Cup is bomb. Just saying. It is. It's the best Shaker Cup I've ever had. It's yeah. really sturdy. Yeah. It's really durable. Yeah. And I like that those mixer balls that they put in there to mix up the stuff are attached to a post that's attached to the lid. Yeah. I mean, it's unbelievable. You get a free Shaker Cup. You get three free samples from Bucked Up. All you got to do is click the link in the description below to get that free offer. Subscribe to the channel. Send an image to Jake that says, hey, I bought the free samples. Put me in the event. Yeah. You're in the event. The Big 5-0 birthday bash with hey Max guys. Tooley and Brand Keithy. Do it. Thanks to our friends at Papa Murphy's Pizza and Bucked Up. Buckedup.com. Use the promo code Monty. Boom. Well, I'm not even all... asking you to spend any money. That's like, all you have to do. Just go and try it. March 10th, right here. Friday night, March 10th at the Maverick Center. It is the Utah Grizzlies. It's the Kansas City Mavericks. You want to buy tickets to that game? You can do that, too. UtahGrizzlies.com. Make sure you use the promo code JYMonty to get discounted Grizzlies tickets. Like it's we all promo we do. Codes falling off the trees over here. Use yeah. them. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. But all you have to do to and when I say Brant Keithy and Max Tooley, when I say that, that means you're going to get to take pictures with them. You're going to get autographs from them. You're going to watch the hockey game with them. We're going to have a gourmet meal catered for you. We're going to have crumble cookies there. I mean, it's going to be unbelievable. The gift bags alone are going to be worth it. We're going to have an exclusive t-shirt just for that event, you guys. It's going to be off the chisel. Chainsel. McKinley Cutler just bought, bucked up and DM'd me. Hey, you know? let's go. Let's go. McKinley Cutler, you stud. Let's go. I love it, McKinley. Appreciate that. But you guys, this event, I don't know... I don't know what else I could do for this event right here. Damn, B -B -B Utah. In. What did he get? He got stim. The free really? pre-workout. I love it. Dude, that'll I'm wake you, you up. I'm telling you. Look at that event, you guys. Yeah, it's going to be awesome, man. I'm really looking forward to you it. You want to hang out with Brant, Brant Keithy, one of the biggest names in Utah football. Max Tooley. Maximus. 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 Coming to our event. They're coming to wish me a happy birthday. Yeah. So if they're coming for me, they're coming for you. That's right. Telling you, man, it's going to be a blast. And all you have to do is click the link in the description below. Get your free samples. Get your free shaker cup. DM Jake, SLC Supercars, you're in. No, SLC Jake. SLC, God, dog, mother, and all things holy Methodist. SLC Jake, I am Doesn't such. Doesn't make you feel responsible. You guys, I'm going to be 50. I'm screwed. I need, do you understand you're going to be wiping drool off my chin for like a decade. All you have to do is you follow know, Jake on Twitter and Instagram. Biggest SLC kick in Jake. the balls you'll ever get. Thanks, dude. And, <laughs> Thank you. Thanks. Uh, Thank you. You almost, I fell snowboarding the other day and Jake almost had the fireman's carry me back to the gondola. Me? It's amazing. Um, but if you, if you DM Jake, go get the free samples that bucked up. DM Jake. Done. Done. Is this an exciting event for you guys? Yeah, let us know. Let us know where you at on this, man. Because I'm telling you right now, this is an event of events. You guys have been, I'm telling you, 
Let's see. Legit considering flying to Salt Lake for this, Tom says. Let's go, on, Tom. Dude. Get Come the on, ticket. Dude. Just don't fly southwest. They might lose your big. <laughs> Merc Life says Crumble is mid. What If Crumble's mid, what's not mid? What's yeah, like right. elite? Yeah, what's elite then? Are you kidding me? Come on. Tanner Plummer says the Kansas City Mavericks hope, they're, hope they can avenge the Eagles Super Bowl loss. RSL's 2013 MLS Cup loss. Bro, it was, dude, that was 10 years ago and you're still hanging on? Jeff Bevan says, I wish I could be there for the big 50 uh, party, Monty, but I will be celebrating your birthday in the nation's 50th state, Hawaii, on your behalf. Uh, where you are you stud. going, bro? Where are you, you going? Stud. You going to Kealakekua Bay or, you know. Neville93 says, Am I invited to the party? No, Neville, you're not. I mean, you know, you're a member. You're so a member. You're of course in, you're invited. You're in. But, you know, you Neville's know. my guy, dude. Like, yeah, dude. Of do you understand you are, that Neville's wife might be the nicest person ever? Like, his wife and my wife have become kind of friends. She's like the nicest person Neville, ever. how are the... Neville, how, yeah. did you get, how did you get her to marry you, dude? Yeah. <laughs> Can you send me the launch codes, bro? Yeah, Neville is... And Neville's a good dude. Like, they have these beautiful kids, and his wife is gold. Yeah. Like, she is She is absolutely hey solid gold. And you need to stop posting pictures of the food you're eating because you make me hungry, well. Neville. Yes, of course you're invited, Neville. You're, you're, you're my guy. You know it is. Um, McKinley says, just bought some bucked up low stem pre-workout. Don't like caffeine. Let's go. Yeah, hey. they, so they make pre-workout without caffeine. Dude, it's and, sick. and to that I say, to that I say amazing. Yes. To that I say, hey, get it done, dude. Like that's that's awesome. I appreciate you. Yes, 100%. You I'm know, I, I think check yeah. that out online. Let's yeah, see check what it the out. Low stim is. Check it out. So, that's good. I appreciate you guys. Uh James Knight says I class myself a jazz fan, but I've Seen more OKC games than most will see. <laughs> James, are you um exactly. are you a league passer? How do you how do you do it? Yeah, I, you're, I, well, you must be. Yeah, how many games can you watch in OKC, dude? Yeah, you. I mean, you must be a league passer. You you have to be. Uh, Merc life. You have you explained your crumble is mid thing? I love crumble cookies. Am I the, am I crazy about that? Uh, Teddy Wayman says I'm stoked for the bash, bro. You can only get in if you bring a cougar with you, and you better have that cougar on a leash. Um, probably way too much. Ruby snap goat. What is Ruby snap? Uh, pulls out Google machine. Ruby <laughs> snap. Somebody look Merc life. You need to educate me, dude. And I'm fat. Ruby and snap. I don't know. Salt Lake city. It's a cookie shop. Nice. Raptor 88 says I'll be at the bash. I love it. Uh, Lahaina. That a boy, oh, Bevin. Jealous, bro. Yeah, we were, we were just in Lahaina in uh, the fall. Love it. I am a Maui fanboy. It's the best. Oh, by far. We stay at the uh, Westin Maui every single Kanapali. time we go there. Kanapali. Yeah. And stuff because I hate golf. Good, good. Kanapali's got to be one of the most... Mm. Do you ever just play a golf course and you're like, why do I golf? Why do I golf? Why did I, why did I buy these PXG Series 4 that I'm going to break in half every shaft? You want to explain that? <laughs> Bro, come on. Dude. I cannot wait. Our guy Darren at the Canyons. Stud. Bro, that course, by the way, Canyons course, gorgeous. They redid it. Gorgeous, bro. Now, I golfed at Canyons when they first opened it. Yeah. And it was, the greens were a little difficult. Yeah. But it's gorgeous now. Like, the yeah. stuff that they've done. Beautiful course. Darren? I cannot confirm or deny. You should probably get a mask ready because you're going to be embarrassed at my lesson. Yeah. I need help. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, dude. I can putt and you putt for dough. 
and I can hit the ball a mile in just about every direction but straight. Yeah, four. Like, I can hit the ball a mile. My iron play is terrible. It, it's it's terrible. It's You're awful. You're so fucked. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa, seriously. Oh, it's, I mean, it's terrible, Mikey. Terrible. Um, do you know where that's from? What? That drop right there. Which drop? That you're so effed, George Yeah, Clinton. it's uh, uh, Michael Clayton. Yes, exactly right. I'm got, Shiva, the god of death. You, I am with a golf club. Uh, got a golf tournament down in the warmish that is taking up flying funds. Taking Dang. up the flying funds. Ugh. Golf tournament is probably more important. Neville 93, love you guys. Thank you. I'm sorry you just got to deal with me posting my food. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you seem to... You seem to find like the best Mexican food. And I am, my weakness, and we've talked about this, right? My weakness is trashy Mexican food. Like the 50 cent crunchy taco at Jimmy Bob's Taco Shack. I'm all day. Yeah. Just point me, dude. Like all day. Do it. All day. Uh, James Knight says, yeah, I have League Pass. I get all the games live. Yeah, yeah. See, that's that's what I'm talking about. Now, let me ask you this. And this is sidebar. Don't have to have a full conversation. I think it's fascinating the way League Pass works, depending on if you're a streamer or if you're a direct TVer. Because direct TV, mm-hmm. there are no outages, right? You can watch, like in Salt Lake, if you're sitting in Salt Lake, you can watch the away feed. But if I'm streaming in Salt Lake, I can't watch the away feed. In fact, you can't watch the Jazz game on League Pass. That's weird. You know what I mean? Like, I'm buying League Pass, but I can't stream it. Because of I'm whatever. buying League Pass. I need like that Galifianakis math equation. Yeah, thing. dude. Like I'm doing I'm, math I'm, over I'm, here, bro. I, I bought League Pass, but I can't watch League Pass. But I bought it and I paid for it, but I can't. Bro, what are you talking about, man? You know. Okay. Uh, Merc Life says uh, they have the best and most unique cookies in the state. Oh, really? Okay. Oh, really? Okay. I like. I. I mean, I. I like that. Yeah. Uh, man, you guys are crushing it. Let's go. Um, Little Jizzy says, "I'll be at the bash." Well, then Let's you, go. you either got to join the membership or you got to go and you know get the free sample of bucked now, up. That's, re- that's real though. Like you're not just gonna you're not just gonna get in. I hope you guys know that. Like you got to do the bucked up thing or yeah. you got to be a member. You, you, it's not it just is gonna be our, public. Yeah, the Big Five O birthday bash with Brant Keithy and Max Tooley is invite only. Yeah, it is invite only. You and again. There's two ways to get in. You can join the membership. Which, by the way, I'd highly recommend. Like, you know, I love Bucked Up, but the membership's going to provide you a ton of value. Hey, look at that. Chris Karn just ordered the sampler. Appreciate you, Karn. Chris Karn will be there. Let's are go, you Chris. Bring, Chris, are you bringing the lovely Mrs. Chris, again, another guy with a fantastic wife. Remember when we dropped off the smoker at Chris's house? Yes, that was a fun time. And Chris lives in a mansion on a golf course because he's a baller and stuff. Yeah. Um, I'm hey, dude behind every good, good man is a better woman. I'm telling you, mm-hmm. Mrs. Monty is living proof of that. Uh, but this, inv- this e- event is invite only. So you are not, you can't just walk up and get in. You have to be, there's going to be a li- literally, there's going to be a guest list and you have to be on the list plus one to get in. So I'm just telling you now, and I don't want to hear people crying. Oh, Monty, please. <laughs> no, no, dude. But you said, no, I didn't. I said you had to get the free sampler. <laughs> you have to join the member. <laughs> but I'm broke. The sampler's free. <laughs> Facial recognition. Yeah, I have no idea what just happened right there. I don't know. I'm telling you, again, I am telling you right now, yeah. here, here on the Monty Show. The Monty Show. Buckedup.com. Use a promo code Monty. Get 20% off your purchase. 
You know, uh, let's see. Ken Williams says the reason I said we found out, uh, found our backup centers, Jones came in and impacted the game, and he's better than Doke. My mom's better than Doke. My mom has more fluid hips than Yudoka Azubuki, and she'd be like 90 years old. Oh. See what I'm saying? Uh, Tanner Plummer, fun fact, the Grizzlies game during the birthday bash will be the first hockey game I've ever been to. Let's go. Let's go, Tanner. Let's go, Tanner Plummer, Love Super it. Soaker. By the way, how's the press release coming, bro? Yeah, how's the press release coming? Uh, you know, Ken Williams says, I have the pass too. Ken, you're a baller, dude. Yeah. You live a you live a life that I'm very jealous of. Yeah, well, Ken's the guy that lives like basically off the grid, but is an amazing farmer, so he has all this bread. But won't let me pet his longhorn. What? What am I like? What am I? Where am I supposed to take the conversation? You just said Ken Williams, the farmer, right. won't let you pet his longhorn. Is that a euphemism or what? It's a steer. <laughs> it's, it's, hook him. Anyway, okay. Uh, let's see. Greg Hawkins says, why are they still paying for streams? I have to get Netflix, Hulu, Amazon, et cetera. And next thing you know, I'm paying 250 bucks a month for the same t content I could get on TV for 150 a month. Well. We're working on something for you, man. Yeah, we we're are. We're working actually. on something. We are. You know, That's uh, classified at the moment, though. Giggity says, Grizzly's greater than RSL. Oh, oh God. Stop, there we go. Dude. Stop it. Why, why, see, why you got to do that, man? Giggity, why would you poke the tanner like Don't that? Don't touch me there. That, sir, is my no-no square. <laughs> Giggity? Dude, crossing boundaries. Tanner, of course, says lies. <laughs> oh, my God. I. You know what? Ryan Kanasiewicz, the, the head coach of the Utah Grizzlies. Yeah. I'm telling you, he is... Damn good head coach. He is arguably the best head coach in the city. I'm telling yes. you. And, and the Grizzlies fly under the radar. I say it almost every time we talk about the Grizzlies. Maybe I need to get him on the show. But, you know, it, 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 is, it is one of those things where the Grizzlies have not had the season they were hoping to have. Mm -hmm. And Ryan Kanasiewicz, I and I know he hates when I say this, but he's still the best winger they have. <laughs> the guy the Dude, guy can play bro you you watch him you watch him in their you know their practices morning skate the guy's got a rifle of a shot oh my still, god still dude like I, i'm talking about a cannon yeah you know mckinley cutler who as a completely unbiased party crumble is mid okay really? why can't, okay can i ask a question why do we have to say mid can we not just say average you know like <laughs> people like what's wrong with me like who are you? Like, what is... Says the guy who lives his life as a mid. He's like, oh, can we just say I'm average? No, you're a mid. What does that mean? Like, it's it means average. So just say average. No, it's called mid. Wow. Wow. Wow, that got Groundbreaking stuff. Man. Groundbreaking stuff. Brady Cook says, uh, we going to smoke some Papa Murphy's pizza at your birthday bash? I wish. No, but we're going to give you free Papa Murphy's pizza. Yeah. Jeff Bevin says, Jake Mima got game. Jake's Mima, Mama? Oh, she does. Yeah, Spritz got game, for sure. Uh, Neville 93, I'll give you a list of the best Mexican food in this town, my boy. <laughs> I Dude, bet you will. it's red iguana all day. We all know that. Dude, I'm fat. Like, I'm, yeah. I, I cannot tell you. And I think I have all this energy right now because I worked out today. I got up at 5. Mrs. Monty. But that's sleeping in for us. Again. You want to talk about behind all great men, there's an average woman? That's exactly... No. Mid. You know, my wife supports me so much. This girl, my God, she reset our Alexa 
so that Alexa will turn on my bedroom lights at 5 a.m. She doesn't have to get up that early, but she turns on the bedroom lights to help me get up because she knows I like light my eye when I first get up. Like she just supports me in everything we do. Like I'm going to go home tonight and I guarantee you we're going to have shakes for dinner. I guarantee it. We're going to make shakes together. We watched uh, Mayor of uh, Kingstown last night together. Yeah. Like yeah. we watched jazz basketball last night together. Like you, I, this, this, this thing for me, and this is probably way TMI. This thing for me with weight loss, <clears throat> it's been the battle of my life. I've never been able to conquer food. Yeah. I've lost weight. I've been in tremendous physical condition. I've never been able to overcome food. And so my wife, my wife knows that I've been listening to David Goggins quite a bit lately. Following him and uh, Dr. Huberman on Instagram. So what does she do? We go to this trip in Tahoe and she downloads the David Goggins audiobook. And Dude, we've been listening to it. Smoke, bro. And we didn't get to finish the whole thing. And she's like, she says to me, well, because we used to read together at night. And she's like, why don't we listen to the David's, David Goggins book to end our day? And then when it's done, it's done. Like she supports me so much. Like I feel like a responsibility to, to be in better shape, to not be a fat ass for my wife, right? Like I joke, that's deprecating. Fat! But I want to be in better shape. One, I want to live to be 154. Right. Like, and you can't, you just can't continue to cheat father time, right? Like, and it's why you guys joke with me and we joke about it on the show, but I get a physical every year. I obsess over taking my vitamins. I obsess over my blood pressure because I'm in perfect health on my, on my medical chart. But I need to lose weight and I need to burn fat. And it's why this bucked up thing is such a big deal to me. It's why I ask you, hey, support bucked up because yeah. their supplement line is absolutely bomb. It's incredible. What you bitch? It is absolutely incredible. So I'm telling you, man, let's go. Buckedup.com, use the promo code Monty. Teddy says, every time Dope checks in, I take a shot to help him get through it, to help me get through it, seriously. Yeah. I'm telling you, the guy is, I don't know why he, how he survived, I have no idea. It's not a problem, that's how. I don't know. Giggity says, I've been to both Grizzlies and RSL games. I speak facts. I love the Utah Grizzlies. I'm yeah, big fan. I'm, and the new scoreboards at Maverick are crazy. But the organization's peach like it's just it's top notch they're good people to be around like their their um chief marketing officer uh is brian pruch good friend of the program like there's just good like ryan can the head coach like i mean program they're just good people to be around they're fun people to be around they're, they're... okay i'll stop sorry thanks merc life who says jake is mid Dude, wh why why are you gonna be at the event Raptor 88 says the Grizzlies season tickets are the best thing I buy every year. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Um, Tanner says, funny story. Today I'm writing, uh, today in my class, hello, today in my writing class, we were talking uh, more about press releases. One of the press releases we talked about was one the church released back in the 80s about. In God's name, image, and likeness. The white salamander letter. Dude, that, that letter caused chaos in this town, bro. I'm serious. That whole thing was such a chaos, scam. bro. Um, McKinley Cutler says, just joking, I'm totally biased. They are our competitors. They are. McKinley. Wait, I'm, wait, McKinley, I'm, I'm missing it. McKinley's the baker. 
Oh, yes, cookies. yes, 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 yes. Got it. Got it. Yep. I'm up to speed. McKinley, put your website. How do people get you? Yes, Com yes, comment yes. with your name and stuff. Uh, Merc Life says, Big Monty Goat. I am a big goat. Yes. Five is sleeping in for you. Holy crap. Yes. Well, dude, we used to get up at 350. Yeah, bro. An hour and 10 minutes is gold. You know, uh, Little Jizzy says, Care Silvestri's right by the Maverick Center is the best Mexican in Utah. Really? Okay. Really? Uh, he says, Cafe. Thank you. He says, Cafe Silvestri's. Okay. Mrs. Monty for MVP every day. Uh, Tanner answering Greg Hawkins, who asked him what he's studying. I'm studying digital marketing at Ensign College. There you go. I like it. Greg approves. Uh, Hullabilly says, Andrew Huberman has changed my life. Huge. Bro. Yeah. Huge. But the thing is, you guys, and I know we're running short on time, but this is super important. The thing that you have to understand, you can listen to all this stuff and you can listen to Goggins and Huberman and you can listen to all these people, but you have to go and act. You have to go and act. Whether it is your marriage, whether it is your weight, whether it is your sleep, whether it is your fitness, your girlfriend, your boyfriend, your cousin, your brother, if you have issues and you're turning to Huberman or Goggins or whoever you motivate you, Joe Rogan, whoever, if you're just gonna take that in and you're not gonna go act, you're not gonna tell your wife tonight, hey, I love you. If you're not gonna, if you're not gonna send your, your loved one, your wife, your brother, your mom, your sister, that daily text that says, hey, I'm thinking about you, how are you? If you're not gonna do that, then don't bother listening to them. Because I, I, I've, I've struggled so much with this, with this thought process over the last six months about the evolution of who I am coming up on my 50th birthday. And I really feel like I'm acting on a lot of the things that I'm trying to accomplish, whether it's building a business, getting in better shape, you know, being a better husband, a better father, a better snowboarder, whatever it is. I've really worked hard to act on that. And there's so many people who don't act on it. You'll live miserable because you won't, you won't be honest about what the issues are with yourself. There's a weird noise in the back. <laughs> and I think that's what this, that's like the Goggins stuff. If you're not going to, if you're going to listen to David Goggins, he's not easy to listen to. I'm just telling you right now. But if you're going to listen to David Goggins and you're not going to go stand in front of a mirror and tell yourself what you're really doing wrong, don't listen to David Goggins. Yeah. You've got to be able to say to yourself, you know what? I'm the problem. And David Goggins, for those who don't know, had a terrible upbringing. He had a really abusive father. And for a lot of years, he allowed that to be an excuse to not eat well, to not work hard, to not achieve, to be mid, as we say on this show. And then he had an experience where he went back to Buffalo. He met with his dad. And he said he realized in that moment that it wasn't his dad. It was himself that was the problem. And it completely changed his life. Yeah. And I'm telling you, when you stop blaming what happened to you in your childhood, when you stop blaming what happened to you in your marriage, when you stop blaming your, yourself you know, or, or blaming your employer for the reason you got laid off, they're not happening to you. It's happening for you. As terrible as it seems, I don't care what your religious belief is. Nothing happens accidentally. And the problem is not the problem. Your reaction to the problem is the problem. And if you're going to go and blame everybody else for your shortcomings, 
You're never going to fix those shortcomings. Facts. You're always going to be an asshole. You're always going to be overweight. You're always going to be a bad husband, a father, a brother. Until you stand in front of the mirror and you say, you know what? You've got to do better at X, Y, and Z. And I have worked my ass off the last, really, once the pandemic hit and I gained a bunch of weight and now I've lost a bunch of weight, I've really worked on being a better thing, a better human. And a lot of it is standing in front of the mirror and saying, hey man, really good job making it through a five minute freezing cold shower this morning. Great job, dude. You know, like, and I can't remember her name, the high five lady. Oh, uh, I can't remember her name. Oh but my God, Carol Lawson. No, 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 no. She's hand. Oh, but she's a great one. Handle hard, better. Absolutely, I can't remember her name. But my point is, you you have to learn to to be Mel Robbins. Mel Robbins, thank you. You have to learn to be more accountable to yourself. You know, like I I just why do I have like eleven DMs right now on Twitter? <laughs> I get so many DMs. Bro. But anyway, yeah, uh, that's my that's my message. I'll stop being a jerk about it. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Eminem says, I dropped 20 pounds in four weeks doing intermittent fasting, 20 hour fast, four hours eating. You know, I, the one thing my wife joked with me about with Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers talks about eating once a day, man. I'm telling you when you eat once a day, that that's how I feel good. I feel good eating once a day. And like, I'm going to go home now. We had some lunch around 1130 ish. Yeah. I'm going to go home now. I'm going to make a, a, a kale fruit frozen smoothie shake thing and then i'm gonna probably go to bed you know like it's yeah i think you're right you went from 212 to 192 my guy way to go way to go ken williams says jake was jamming to fleetwood mac right he was dixie chicks Can you do something for me? james knight says live to 154 monty you should get a chip from the jazz by then They'll win a championship. Mm-hmm. 801 West Valley, don't let your wife stop you from finding the love of your, your life. Wow. Hey, now. Uh, three days in a row on live show. Afternoon is where it's at. Austin Napierski, my up, guy. What's Let's up, go. Buddy? You coming to the big 5-0 birthday bash or what, dude? Um, Greg Hawkins says, Monty, I also have trouble with food. You'd never know it, but I have to utilize strategies that work for me in order to keep my weight down. E.g., I count calories. Yeah. You got to do what you got to do. My thing, you guys, honestly, my thing is not eating in the morning. I love breakfast. I hate not eating in the morning. But when I get up, my food routine every day from when I am losing weight, which I am now, is I'm going to get up at 5 a.m. I'm going to be at the gym at 5.30. This morning, we did legs and balance agility stuff with our legs. I went home. I drank some water. I took all my vitamins. Um... Jake got to my house at like 7.30, came to work, ate a protein bar, drank some bucked up. Right about 11.30, had some lunch, got the car washed, came back. Good to go. Yep. But I'm telling you, this thing right here. Water, bro. You got to have water. It, 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 is, it is for me anyway. Uh, Teddy Wayman. I've only been to two Grizzlies games. We lost both, but it was a blast. They're a lot of fun. They are. They are a lot of fun. Giggity says, Little Jizzy has never been to Red Iguana. Dude. Dude. Red Iguana is crazy. Uh, Jeff Bevan says, Word are words. Actions are actions. Thanks for coming to my motivational seminar. You're welcome. Yeah. Appreciate the comp. Yep. Uh, Neville 93 on the best Mexican food. Number one, Red Taco in Lehigh is, is one. Number two, El Cabrito's in Rose Park. Dude, Rose Park is undervalued for food. 
Number three, Taco Lopez in West Jordan. I have not been. Tune in, people, for more delicious locations. <laughs> Neville coming through. <laughs> coming through. Brady Cook says, actions speak louder than words, but we are so, we are so condemned to our words. And, you know, I know it's corny, but what was I? We were talking about it on the way home from Tahoe yesterday, man. You got to control your, the, the mental dialogue with yourself because I'm telling you, it's paralyzing. When you, when you say mean things to yourself, bad things happen. You're fat. Man, you, you ate those cookies again, you fat ass. Like, I've learned to control that so much. And you know yeah. what? I learned that at Yelp. I really applied that at, at when I was a seller at Yelp because so many people were struggling with it. I really dug into it, and it really changed the way I thought about things. And it's when you're telling yourself constantly that you suck, you're a loser, you're fat, you're terrible, you're worst at your job, you're a terrible husband, there's no good that comes from that. You have to, you know, Greg talked about specific processes and techniques to control your food. I'm telling you, when you are in your head and you're like, God, man, you're X, Y, Z, you're, again, whether it's fat, stupid, dumb, terrible husband, you have to put a hard stop on that. Just, you have to do it. Man, I'm, I'm a terrible boyfriend. Stop. Stop. Hey, you know what? I forgot my girlfriend's birthday. I'm going to own that. Honey, I'm sorry. I, my fault. I'm terrible with memory. Like, yeah. Let me make that up to you by, hey, I love you. Happy birthday. And then every day you're going to text her at some time and you're going to say, hey, I'm just thinking about you. Hope you're having a great day. But you can't continue. I'm a terrible boyfriend. I'm a terrible boyfriend. I'm a terrible boyfriend. Because what happens? You turn into a terrible boyfriend. You manifest it. Yeah. Whereas if you would say, you know, and it's the job application thing. Ah, man, what if I apply for this job and I don't get it and they hate me? And But what if you say, well, what if I apply for this job and you know it's $10,000 more? You know, maybe that, that helps me start that side hustle. And what if that side hustle blows up into a full-time gig? And what if every time you say what if, you go to the best possible scenario? Man, what if, what if I text my wife and tell her I love her and I hope she's having a good day and I'm thinking about her and that snaps her out of her bad mood and she has a great day. Yeah. And then that helps us and that kicks us off into a decade of happiness. <clears throat> yeah. What if? What if I go play the lottery? What if I don't eat those donuts this morning? Instead, I have a banana. You know, man, God, I go to Maverick over here and they always have those fresh donuts. It smells so good. You know, today I'm not going to do that. I'm going to have I'm going to have a banana. I mean, you know, I'm going to buy a banana instead of a a donut. Those are the little things you have to do. Yeah, you know. Uh, Greg says you guys are doing great, Monty. I think you've uh, been knocked down so many times, but now look, you have eleven and a half thousand subs. You're building your own business. You're losing weight, et cetera. Baby steps make big steps. Exactly right. Exactly right. Uh, Hullabilly says I love Goggins, especially when he's like, "Stop being a little biatch." Stop feeling sorry for yourself. Put yourself in the fire. Stay hard. <laughs> like that's his whole thing. That's his whole thing. Marsing Outdoor says preach. Luis Capazzo says, fellas, I've got to go to dinner. Uh, I've got to go dinners on the table. Another great show, Graham. Have a great night. Appreciate you, buddy. Merc Life says, preach, Monty. Taking action is the hardest part, but the most rewarding. Exactly. Uh, Jake, was the girlfriend app uh, appreciative of the e-card? Yeah, she was appreciative before we talked about it on the show Tuesday. Okay. Uh, Tom says, afternoon has been better now that I'm used to it. Good. Let's go. 
Teddy says, just leaving work, uh, let's all get those cold plunges in, my guy. Yeah, I think we're going to have to start doing it at night, bro. I, 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 don't, I really don't know what, I so. uh, you know what the other option is for us. Yeah. Oh, look at Greg Hawkins. I visualize what I want, then I just do it. I, use, I usually succeed. Most people wouldn't, would if they tried. You got to have a vision for your life. I'm telling you. Final comment of the night. As someone that grew up in a family of bakers and people that could cook and bake cookies all day, food and weight has always been a problem for me, dude. Yeah, I don't blame you for that, man. Dude. It's tough to be disciplined in that environment. Seriously. Yeah. yeah you're not joking. Yeah, dude. Uh, the Monty Show presented by The Advocates, theadvocates.com, the best injury attorneys in the business every single day. I'm telling you, they're helping people all over the country. They're helping people right here in the great state of Utah. Theadvocates.com. They have a chat button. You can talk to a lawyer 24-7. Doesn't cost you anything because they never charge you a consultation fee. You only pay the advocates when they win your case. You didn't deserve to be in that accident. You didn't deserve to get injured, but you do deserve an advocate. Theadvocates.com. Until tomorrow, say goodbye, Jake. Goodbye, Jake.